It's six o'clock, I'm Lee Agnew. The headlines, residents of Bletchley blockading their street. A woman heading for Syria arrested at Luton Airport and plans to rebuild a shopping centre in Milton Keynes have been approved. BBC Three Counties Radio. A group of residents in Bletchley are blockading their street to stop parents parking to drop off their children. People in Saffron Street say the Premier Academy Primary School has been getting steadily bigger, bringing increasing traffic to their quiet road. Ollie Bayliss reports. The Water Eaton Residents Association says the school traffic causes a nuisance in their quiet cul-de-sac, with traffic having doubled in the last 10 years. They want a set of double yellow lines down one side of the street to alleviate the congestion. Headmaster Warren Harrison says the actions of the blockade puts children at risk because they can't be dropped off safely near the school. A woman who was thought to be travelling to Syria with her four children has been arrested at Luton Airport. 33-year-old Zahira Tariq was reported missing from her home in London last week. Her three sons and daughter, aged from four to 12, were caught on CCTV at London City Airport before boarding a flight to Amsterdam. On Tuesday, officers from the Metropolitan Police received confirmation that all five had been detained by the authorities in Turkey. Zahira Tariq was arrested at Luton Airport after getting off a flight from Istanbul. All four children have been taken into police protection. David Cameron is expected to announce that more Syrian refugees will be allowed into the UK. The former Labour Home Secretary, David Blunkett, wants to see a big increase in the number accepted by Britain. I think we have a moral obligation, if we're going to lecture others and wring our hands, to say that the kind of figure that we should take over, say, a six-month period organised with the United Nations High Commission in the region of 25,000 refugees a fraction of what the Germans are taking. Developers have been given permission to rebuild the Into shopping centre in Milton Keynes, still known by many as Midsummer Place. It'll mean new shops and a five-screen cinema, but opponents say a large area of public space will be lost. Rebecca Kurth from Central Milton Keynes Town Council is disappointed that councillors voted against plans that had already been approved for the area. An application which directly contradicts that plan has basically been approved tonight. And that sends a terrible signal to, to residents, to uh, neighbourhood planning, to, to government. In sports, Britain's Andy Murray survived a scare at the US Open but beat the unseeded Frenchman Adrian Manorino. Johanna Conter is also through to the third round, but Wellin's Aliash Bedene lost in four sets to the American Donald Young. The weather will be mostly dry with sunny spells, but with the chance of a shower in places, top temperatures today just 15 degrees Celsius, 59 degrees Fahrenheit. You can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Now, get ready, we're going to play some rock and roll. One, two, one, two, three, four.
Got this kind of. It's goes on for it. It's like the whole side of an album. You really did rinse that out, didn't, didn't you? It? It's a rare recording of Buddy Holly live on the night he died. And here comes Richie Valens and the Big Bopper. Imagine that. You know what the Big Bopper's? The Big Bopper is famous for three things. Three things. Do you know what those three things Going, are? Hello, baby. Hello, baby. That's not bad. Uh, 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 being uh, uh, fat. Being old. No, well, no, he never. He wasn't old though. He didn't get wasn't old. He? he was middle-aged. He was the. He was being the other one that died on the aeroplane. Yeah, but it, oh, what yeah. about the pilot? What's the pilot's name? There's a pub trees. Pub trees quivia question. Pub trees quivia. What was the pilot's name, guys? Oh three four five nine four double five. I don't care. Oh. oh, thank you, Sterling. There we go, Buddy Holly live. We'll see uh, you next year. Yeah, I'm afraid that won't happen, Buddy, because you're going to get on an aeroplane. Uh, it's true, it's just, and that's the actual recording of uh, the night that he, um, he passed away. So some people have put up a blockade, have they? Let's have a little... Well, let's, let's learn together, because I don't know what's going on here. A group of neighbours in Bletchley are so fed up with parents parking outside their homes before school, they've set up a blockade. 
People who live on Saffron Street say the Premier Academy Primary School has been getting bigger and bigger, bringing more and more traffic to their quiet road. The school argues that the stunt is dangerous and putting children's lives at risk. Catherine, why are the residents unhappy? Well, obviously, it's the same old, same old, really, as right. everywhere else, but they're taking uh, st- steps that other people maybe would not. And um, They say it causes a nuisance in their quiet cul-de-sac with traffic doubling in the last 10 years. They say that parents parking on their road stops them being able to use their cars during school run times and have been campaigning for a set of double yellow lines across one side of the street as a way of alleviating congestion. Now, the school's been on that site for 60 years, but it's grown significantly in size since then. 570 pupils now attend it. Now um, that means that according to school, 131 cars arrive to drop them off every day. Um, The residents are also frustrated that the school hall is being increasingly used in the evenings and at weekends, so there's more traffic there too. And they say the school car park is only big enough for a handful of cars, so even the staff have to park on the road during school hours. Uh, And they've taken uh, um, uh, direct action. Yeah, they've been getting up early. Well, we say early, not really early. They've been getting up late compared to us. 7.30am, moving their vehicles from their driveways, parking them on either side of the road so the parents can't. Water Eater Residents Association say that if they weren't parking in the road, then the parents would be. But the head teacher of the school, Warren Harrison, has said that it is creating a danger and disturbance and it's risking the safety of children being dropped off for school. Um, the chair of the Residents Association, Peter Cooling, says the blockades will continue on a regular basis and he'll be talking to you later so on. Hang on, I'm confused. Are they blocking the street or are they just parking? They're blocking on... the parking areas. So they're parking? Yeah, so they're parking where they I don't need call that, to. I wouldn't call that a blockade. No, when I first heard this, I thought it was some sort of, you know, um, and also, straight across well, the road. Why have they got get... No, 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 no. There's something, there's something about this. What's the song? There's something about this guy I don't like. Well, Sugar, he don't mean the things he says. Wham rap. Oh, is that it? I... Um, anyway, there's something about this story that's a little bit sniffy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, because... Well, why don't they just... They don't have to get up early to park in on the street. They just park in the street... Overnight. Uh, overnight. They just When they come home from work, instead of parking on their drives, they park in the street. So why are they getting up early? I wouldn't call that a blockade. Anyway, you know... You can tell them that. I, I, well, they're coming on, are they? Yeah, they are. The school okay. aren't, though. Okay. Oh, blimey. Um, we had hoped to speak to the head teacher about this because they have some concerns. Uh, we hoped to speak to them at 8.30. They were happy with that. But as the story developed, we asked if we could change the time. And that point, they said the head couldn't do. Um, we tried to shift it around. And then they decided they didn't want to be interviewed at all. We also asked if we could speak to parents from the school to explain their concerns. And they said that they weren't able to help either. OK, that's a shame, because this, this story is kind of phrased to make them sound like the bad guys, but I don't know the school necessarily mm, is the bad well, guys. Well, we'll find out, won't we? We'll um, ask well, them we'll, some probing questions. We will um, we'll be having um, a Friday probe a little bit later on. Why not? We'll be having a, what I like to call a Friday probe. So, What's that? Who knows what this is? Um, Kelly Betts, great to have you here. Thank you, Blair. Tell the young lady we have... I've forgotten her name already. It's Sarah. Sarah. Sarah's more than welcome to, to, to chip in at any point. You can be like Sarah, George... do you want to jump on here? Well, I was going to suggest she could be like George uh, George and Paul doing the harmonies on your microphone, but that's absolutely fine. Oh, OK. Who knows what this little file is? And that's file spelt with a PH. Has it got your blood in it? No, it has not. It's. I'm not doing a... Who were those wackos that had the, each other's blood? Angelina and Billy Bob. Because they were going to be in love forever! And then she dumped him! <laughs> but they might be for you, you know. Okay, so uh, it's not a file of my blood. Kelly Is Betts. it a USB port? Oh, a fancy one? Oh, no, it's not! Just think, Frankie Howard died before the internet really took off. Isn't that weird? No, a lot of people did. Yeah, Marie Antoinette never saw it either. <laughs> I, know, I know she didn't, but Frankie Howard, you think of Frankie Howard, one thinks of Frankie Howard as being a constant presence, you know, relative... Uh, when did he die? 
Shall I have a look? No, we're going to work it out using our, our old-fashioned Googles. I would um, say... Guesswork. I'd say <laughs> early 80s. No, he didn't. I saw him when I was... You, that was a bit... Um... No! 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 I, I saw him... It wasn't early 80s, because I saw him when I was... He um, invited me to his dressing room when I was 16, so that was 1989. So I'm going to say, Frankie Howard passed away in the year of our Lord, 1996. Oh, yeah, because it was Benny Hill, around the time Benny Hill went, wasn't it? Incorrect. Okay. I reckon 94. No, you said early 80s, mate. No, so hang on, I'm having another think. You can't have another think. He didn't get another chance at life. Well, he did in many ways with his career. Mm. 90... Well, don't you, don't you say one that's near me. No, I'm not. I'm, for all you know, I might just leave it there. 90. Oh, she's the she's close. But it doesn't count because it was her second. Oh, yeah, that's true. So? It was... Would you like the answer? Um, No, actually, I wouldn't. Well, I'm not going to give it to you. Let's leave it dangling. Let's just leave it. Let's leave uh, Frankie out dangling. I believe you like that. In, it was in April. Well, this year? Nope. Okay. So. That, a file with a PH. A file with a PH. It's a little silver file. It's got a little hook on it. This, dear listener, this, dear... You know, it's rattling. Can I, can I, can I look at it? You, can don't I hold it? Don't open it. I won't open it. This, dear listener, um, basically, what I'm carrying there is my old age. That's my old age. Oh, gosh. Is in there. Do you know Has what that is? Has it got pills in it? No. I've got pills in it. That would be my young age. <laughs> Um, I was taking a lot of medication. Um, not prescribed. Uh, no. Uh, no. It, what you're holding there, uh, uh, Catherine Boyle, is... Is it um, Palmer Violets? <laughs> oh, it's, it's kind of an equivalent. We'll find out in a bit. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. In Woodford on the North Circular Road there are delays because of some roadworks going on between the M11 at the Charlie Browns roundabout in Woodford and the A12 at the Redbridge roundabout that's down to one lane in both directions while the roadwork's gone at Nightingale Bridge so expect some delays there, it's already looking slow. Looking at the A40 it's moving fine at the moment in Stoke and Church but there's some temporary traffic lights at the junction for Church Road and on the motorways there's no reports of any problems so far but on the M1 in both directions between junction 12 for Flittick and 11 for Dunstable there's a lane closed for roadworks so expect some queues to build up there when it starts to get busier. On the train departure boards, the 611 train from Stevenage to Leeds is cancelled. And if you're using the underground, the Bakerloo line at Paddington, the station's closed because the escalators are broken. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. Right, 6.16, it's Friday the 4th of September. I'm Ian Lee, these are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Residents unhappy about parking in Bletchley are blockading spaces in their streets to stop parents dropping their children off at school. A woman who was believed to be taking her four children to Syria has been arrested at Luton Airport and plans to redevelop Midsummer Place Shopping Centre have been approved by Milton Keynes Council. On BBC Two. He contributed so much, shortening the war by two years. Good heavens. Alongside Alan Turing, Gordon Welshman was a World War II code-breaking genius. If people knew how absolutely he was the kind of spine of the entire Bletchley Park operation, then they would look at him in a completely new way. So what led to him being written out of history? It seems to me that some of the things have been kept secret too long. The Make It Digital season explores Bletchley Park, code-breaking's forgotten genius. Monday night at nine on BBC Two and BBC Two HD. Okay, so um, um, we we have a guest voice with us today. We have Sarah. Good morning, Sarah. She can't hear us. She doesn't have her headphones on. That's absolutely fine. Uh, but we are playing guess what's in Ian's file with a ph. With a ph. You don't want to know what's in my file with an f. 
and you don't want to know about any of my something files, but it's file with a PH. What do you think is it? It's my old age, dear listener, my old age. Is it a sample of some kind? It's, well, why don't you open it up and have a taste? Oh. No, I mean, I'm joking. Why don't you open it up and have a little look-see? If see I sniff it, am I going to pass out? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit sniffy today. I'm just going to get my uh, hand, handkerchief. Oh. Go on, have a look. Oh. Yeah. yeah. What is it? Yeah. They... Well, there's some kind of plug. <laughs> <laughs> with, a, up, with a rubber end. They're for upstairs. Earplugs. They're my earplugs. Because I'm going to a concert tonight... Oh, of I'm going to a concert. And yeah, I... but you've got I'm going to a concert of old men. You should be all right. No, it's going to be. A fl- I'm going to the monkeys tonight, and I am. Uh, 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 and I should have been wearing. Uh, guys, please, if if you could go back and tell yourself anything in time, what would it be? Protect it would be, your cochlea. It would. Sorry. Oh no, you're you're in your ear. It would be put some flipping earplugs in, you idiot, because you're going to have tinnitus and go deaf by the time you're 42. I'm virtually deaf, so I've got to have earplugs to protect. And I'm a tinnitus. Oh, flipping it. He is deaf because he can't hear. If Over hubbub. Uh, now, both of you were speaking at the same time then when I didn't get it. Here's the thing, right? When I was, a ki- when I was young, sign of a good concert was how, long, how many days afterwards mm-hmm. your ears were ringing, mm-hmm. right? My ears are ringing like 24 7, 365, 366 on a leap year, uh, an LY, uh, to save time. Uh, so I'm taking these bad boys so it don't get no worse. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Thank you. Sensible. Very proud of you. Thank you. I mean, it is a bit sort of shutting the stable door once the horse has well, been put the, down. The horse has bolted. Um, it's uh, it's um, shot. It's over. It's over. It's, it's an ex-horse. It's it's game over for that horse. But I'm doing it to protect myself. My boy's got got his um, ear defenders. I'm taking my five-year-old son. Backstage at a monkey's concert. I mean, really, it just doesn't get any better than that. Allowed to say sex. 
a wind in time saves lives. I my I was, that was um, that was not meant to. Um, that was not what I thought that was. Thanks, mamas and papas. I really. That was nice, wasn't it? Yep, I like that. I like cast dancing. I like a little feet going. Yep, we like mama cats. Ah, we're going to play um, uh, iPod Roulette at half past seven. So we, Ribena Rosie, I believe, is still the current champion. If you're a pop star and you're up at this time in the morning, yeah. Can you give us a ring? We need to sort this out because we're going to need a pop star every Friday between uh, seven thirty to be mm. a judge, and, and we, we, we dropped the ball. We dropped the, uh, the we, we dropped the smash hits poll winners uh, uh, award today. We haven't got a pop oh, we, star. We threw the ball to Justin. So, well, and, and Justin fumbled <laughs> like a romantic. Uh, so if we have any, and I know this is not the done thing. If we have any, okay, here's how we do it. If we have any pop stars listening, or any people that want to pretend to be pop stars. Mm-hmm. Pretend, if you want to pretend to be a famous pop star, uh, we need you at half past seven to be a judge. For Maybe your name's there. Paul Young, and you're not that Paul Young, but you can be Paul Young for us. Uh, Roger Peterson. No, I'm not aware Roger Peterson. Roger Peterson. Peterson. Pete Roger Peterson. Who is Roger Peterson? We just, we've talked about Roger Peterson this morning on the show already. Oh, the pilot. The unfortunate Thank you very pilot. much. The unfortunate pilot that... Um, that inspired um, that really boring song by that fat old man. American Pie. There we go. <laughs> Sorry? Yeah. Huh? It's a boring song. It's no, so... but it's handy, though, isn't it, for a lot of DJs? Very handy. It's, um, it's a, uh, in, in two ways, in, in, it, it can be called, what's the term for it? A, sh- a poo song. In two re- for two reasons. One, because it is poo, and two, because it's time to go and have one. Yeah. So, uh, Don McLean... <laughs> You really, uh, Don McLean. You've saved my bum again. <laughs> is the title of my new book, which should be. Where's Amazon, Ian gone? Uh, he's having a don. <laughs> he's having a. He's having a don McLean. Um, he's McLeaning up. Grumpy Jamie's offering himself again as a judge. Oh, he loves it. Well, although you couldn't tell from his voice. <laughs> what pop star is he going to be? Yeah, he's got Jamie. If you want to do it, you've got. To, Jamie's wife is hot. I mean, what's? I don't understand what's. It's um, his um, dazzling personality. What done that? <laughs> <laughs> don't because we are literally bullying we're bullying and that for some reason is frowned upon these days back in the day it was very popular I'm not, <laughs> not bullying I'm just giving grumps a little a little dry ribbon okay what is that like a dry humping well I mean to some people Justin hello boss good morning you hello. disgust me by the way sorry oh Don McLean we did, we did classic. discuss we did discuss you yes yeah yeah what American oh, Pie, what are oh, you talking about? Oh, shut up, mate. It's bo- no, no, I won't shut up. It's a classic. <laughs> no, shut up. It's boring. Oh, dearie, dearie me. Words, words fail me. The thing is, though, we know, we know that that's true because uh, <laughs> we, 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 have, um, we have evidence. Here's some evidence of words failing you. You can smell memories. You True. don't have to say oh, you love me Who's this? just because I had. Oh my God, that was, that, that was, that was <laughs> words failing somebody else. <laughs> I like 
like it when people on the street sing. De- oh, I do as well. Dealey, uh, you're doing a very special... We've got this feature that we came up with a couple of weeks ago where um, George Cole died and everyone paid tribute to him and Cilla Black died, everyone paid tribute to her. Um, but Bla- Blakey from On The Buses died and everyone went, huh? <laughs> The bloke from That Darn Cat died yesterday and everyone went, but I thought, why are you... Men-? Anyway, so we've come up with this feature where we pay tribute to legends... Who before, before they, they leave? Died. So old legends before they leave. Okay, mm. that's what we've come up with. And here's we're not going to say who it is yet, Justin. Yep. But I'm, I, I'd like to play <laughs> just a little bit of a clue, <laughs> so that people get an People might be able to work it out from this clue. Okay, hang Excellent. on a second. Let's. So this is this is who we are going to be paying tribute to um, later on today. Okay, here we go. All right, so we're paying tribute to later on today. One more, one more clue, just yes, please. One more clue. So we're paying tribute to later on today. Oh, yes. Come on, boy, there. Whoa. You what? There we go. There's, that's a, there's a little clue. Does Justin know who we're paying tribute to? Oh, Justin knows. Justin knows. Look forward to that package. I'm looking forward to uh, many people have. Uh, Embrace that package. Now, <laughs> I think we can say that without without being sued. He'd like that. Yeah, he'd love it. it as well, yeah. OK, now, on to slightly more serious things. And I'm, I'm only slowing the tone down because the second word in this story is the word disabled, and so it, it, it needs a little bit of gravitas. A disabled woman from Henlow is criticising the coach company who left her and her family to fend for themselves in Great Yarmouth, and Chudley has difficulty walking and uses a frame. She had a fall as her party made their way back to the coach and by the time they got there, it was gone. Justin, what happened? Well, uh, Anne was travelling with her 24-year-old son who has learning difficulties, her 12-year-old daughter and also a daughter's friend for a day trip to Great Yarmouth. Now, they had pre-booked the tickets and they say the driver should have noticed them because they were actually sat near the front of the coach. Anne has difficulty walking and has to use a walking frame. Now, unfortunately, on their way back to the coach she had a fall and had to be helped by the children this meant they were then 15 minutes late getting to the coach and uh, unfortunately they discovered the coach had already left without them we said fend for themselves in great yarmouth makes it sounds like they, they were abandoned in the serengeti what what happened how did they get home eventually well, uh, Anne's daughter's friend had to call her dad, Andy, who was in London at the time. So he had to drive to Great Yarmouth and, and pick them all up and then bring them home. Uh, he's not happy with the coach company. He says that they should have waited a bit longer to make sure they were OK, Uh-oh. or at the very least, try and find out where they were. Uh, what have the coach company said? Well, you're going to be talking to them a bit later on, but they do have a lot of sympathy for Anne and her family. Uh, This despite, of course, the coach leaving without them. But they did explain they have to strike a fine balance between waiting for people who who might be late and making sure they don't keep the passengers waiting that are already on the coach and ready to leave. 15 minutes. Now, you know, we need to get both sides of the story because sometimes, you know, we say, I was only 15 minutes late and you mean 35 minutes late. But if it was just 15 minutes, I mean, 15, and also they would have have um they'd count they'd have a count we've got we got yeah, we got yeah. 30 i watched them all come go out I've not watched them all come back in. And there was a lady with um, who had difficulty walking. Exactly. You would notice her because she would have needed help, surely, to get on the coach in the first place. So mm, but, wouldn't but the they, coach driver have noticed she hadn't come back? 
but they do say as well they actually have an emergency number ah. for anybody to call if they're going to be late. But uh, in this case, when Anne did make the phone call, the bus driver had already left and because he was driving, he couldn't take any calls. They also say that uh, they want to make it very clear this morning that if yeah. there is prior warning, they will gladly wait and to make sure somebody is okay. So that, that call is, that number is there for people to call if they're going to be late. But sadly, by the time the call had come in, the coach driver had already left. Dealey, I know you're going to work on... Uh, let's have one more one more clue of... <laughs> yes, please. Um, oh, here we go. This is a good one. Here we go. It's another clue. There's another clue there. So we're paying tribute to someone, a living legend, not who you think it is from that, um, uh, who, before he passes away... Uh, also, can I speak to you after the news? Because I've got a little game of um, um, uh, what's the story morning glory for us. Oh, of course you can. <laughs> Thank you, geezer. Ta-ta. Um, oh, button B, isn't it? Yes, there we go. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. It's quiet so far this morning. On the M1, though, in both directions, between Junction 12 for Flittick and 11 for Dunstable, there's a lane closed each way and speed restrictions of 50 miles an hour, so it could be as busy there later on when it starts to get into the morning rush hour. And Fish Ponds Road in Hitchin, that's closed in both directions between Bedford Road and Burton Avenue. And also in Stanton on the A120 Stortford Road, there's temporary traffic lights at the High Street. That could cause some delays later while some water mains works go on. Looking at the speed sensors, it looks fine there at the moment. And in Harpenden on the High Street, it's looking quite slow on both directions and on the North Circular Road in Park Royal there are queues between the Abbey Road and the A40 at Western Avenue by the Hangar Lane Gyratory. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's half past six. I'm Liak. New the headlines. A group of residents in Bletchley are blockading parking spaces in their street to stop parents dropping off their children. People in Saffron Street say the Premier Academy Primary School has been getting steadily bigger, bringing increasing traffic to their quiet road. A woman who was thought to be travelling to Syria with her four children has been arrested at Luton Airport. 33-year-old Zahira Tariq was reported missing from her home in London last week. And developers have been given permission to rebuild the Into shopping centre in Milton Keynes, still known by many as Midsummer Place. It'll mean new shops and a five-screen cinema, but opponents say a large area of public space will be lost. The weather will be mostly dry with sunny spells, but with a chance of a shower in places. Top temperatures today just 15 degrees Celsius, 59 degrees Fahrenheit. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Wales are now just one victory away from reaching their first major tournament for the first time since the World Cup in 1958. Gareth Bale's second half header was enough to beat Cyprus 1 0. Sweeps it towards Bale! Luton Town will be without Cameron McGeehan and Paddy McCourt for tomorrow's trip to Cambridge. Paul Benson is a doubt with a neck injury and had his manager John Still says defender Scott Cuthbert is also doubtful after picking up an injury in the midweek win against Leighton Orient. What happened, it cramped up and he thought it had gone. So we took him straight off. Yeah, it might be all right Saturday, but he just cramped up. He said, I just, as he's ran towards me, I've just got to turn my body and I can't move my leg. But he, 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 um, he hasn't trained today. But he might be right, yeah. Stevenage take on Plymouth and the Borough could give a debut to midfielder Connor Smith, who's on loan from Watford. Stevenage boss Teddy Sheringham says he's needed. Very hard work, he gets about the pitch. 
good on the ball, and hopefully he can keep things ticking over for us in midfield. So I uh, thought, thought it was important to, to not put that pressure on anyone else to, to play that role. He's played at a higher level, so he, he, uh, he should know what it's all about at, at our level. So uh, hopefully it could be a good addition to us. We couldn't play Hartlepool while in the Vanarama National Boreham Wood host Grimsby. In tennis, Britain's Andy Murray survived a scare at the US Open but beat the unseeded Frenchman Adrian Manorino. Johanna Conters also threw to the third round, but Wellin's Aliash Bedenay lost in four sets to the American Donald Young. BBC Three Counties News and Sport, more at seven o'clock. From the start she, she said she'd never hurt me But then she turned around And broke my heart Why am I standing here Missing her And wishing she were here hey. She only did me wrong hey. I'm better off alone she, All I had and then she fed me dirt She She laughed when I was crying It was such a joke to see the way it hurt Why am I standing here Missing her And wishing she were here Hey She only did me wrong Hey I'm better off alone You had a little so froggy sorry. in your throaty. Apologies to everybody. Apologies, Exceptingtons. So, this is the um, the fun part of the show. Let's keep it brief. <laughs> Where I read out a headline in the newspapers. You have to try and work out what the uh, sto- headline, what the, sto- the, sto- the story, be- you have to uh, guess the story. Morning, Lord. Um, Justin. Yes, Blair. We'll start with you. Thank you. Got the horn. Got the horn. Okay. Um, This is about somebody 
Oh, you put me on the spot here. This well, is about... <laughs> hang, on, hang on, hang on. You let me finish. I let kind finish. of... You knew this was coming. Yeah, well... It was, we, I told you ten minutes ago we were going to yeah, do it. Yeah, It's not okay. really putting you on the spot. You know, it's... Okay, this is somebody... This is somebody... Yes, buddy. ...who has been at a wedding... Uh-oh. ...and they have been listening to the 1990s anthem Moose Tea Horny, which was a, a massive turntable hit of its time. I'm riding your fader. No, 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 no. This is a true story. I think they were. Uh, I think they were listening to that, yeah. and it inspired them to steal a horn which was behind the bar. Oh, oh double horn tundra. Horn tundra. Horn What other punny words can we make out of horn? Thorn. No, well, you've confused punny with rhyming. <laughs> Torn. Again, you've just. That's another. Is, is this Ho honestly, Justin? Mm, there we go. You see what she's done there? Your honesty. Now, mm. by the way, I finished um, My Cousin Vinny last night. Did you? Well done. Yeah, I'm going to watch it again. The, well, it's, it's, so, year. it's so good. It's such a good film. It's. I mean, it gets a bit boring towards the end when he's solving the case, but it's such a good film. I feel like I've watched it with you. Yeah, oh, you're welcome to. Honestly, I could just watch that on a loop forever. In fact, I'm going to quit this job and I'm going to sit at home and just watch My Cousin Vinny on a loop. Can you imagine? Whatever happened to Ian Lee? Well, uh, he saw my cousin Vinny in, I mean, in, in five-minute oh, chunks funny. over the space of six weeks. Oh, it's so funny. When he punches the man in the I face and he has to jump up because he's so tiny, he just jumps up. I haven't seen it. Oh, no, I've had to do that before. Oh, I'm going to buy it. Right, this is your Christmas presents. Uh, I'm no, buy, I'm all right, honestly. I'm, I'm going to buy it all for you on DVD because <laughs> no, it's well, such a good I film. You, you've not seen it, have you, Just? I haven't, no, no. Such a good film, mate. It's so funny. Kelly Betts. Yes. Got the horn. Yes. Is it about Steady. a person who yes. was attacked by a rhino? Just, just say that again. Ask, ask me that again. Is it about a person who was attacked by a rhino? Yes. No, she's oh. got it right. Oh. She's got the horn. I have. A man dies in this, so let's be sensitive. Oh, hang on. So oh. they, a man dies in this and they use that as the headline? No. This, this, is, this is a double horn tondra. Um. <laughs> Honestly. You're welcome for that, by the way. This is two examples of the horn. The, the fun one and the sharp one. Mm. An animal handler was crushed to death. Oh. When a sexually frustrated one horn, rhino, double horn tundra, went berserk in Zimbabwe. Oof. All in all, though, I'd say sad story, not probably... Yeah. Oh, but... But it's not... The story's almost irrelevant to this feature. Got the horn is the fun bit. Mm, I feel a bit guilty now for mentioning loose tea. Yeah, you should. <laughs> I'm going to clip that. Please do. <laughs> Justin? Right track, though. Well, yeah. <laughs> Great memories. One, yeah. one more clue as to who um, we are paying tribute to today. It's the new feature where uh, the, everyone gets all the, the credit, you know, when they die. Let's celebrate these old legends while they're still um, alive. Oh, here we go, here we go. Here's, here's, a, here's a clue. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Oh, really? Girls. It's not David Lee Roth, guys. Yeah, imagine. 
There we go. No, I've got oh, one more, one more clue. Last clue. Yeah, come last on, clue. come on. Last clue, last clue. Wow. <laughs> this is a whole album of this. I can't believe he, he had the audacity. What a legend. Go, go. Whenever I see sand, I think of this man. Okay, we're going to think of. Go, I, I can go, joke in my head, stays in my head. Uh, go, and make, go and make great radio, Justin. Thank you, boss. I'll and try. Then, then come back here and um, we'll, we'll lower the tone ever so slightly. What have you found in the papers, Catherine? Not a lot. Um, Morgan Freeman dressed up as a mummy with a crutch. I don't know why. Uh, one of Apple's first computers built in a garage in 1976 and costing $666 may fetch at least 330000 at auction. Yes, because it's, it's old and rare and there aren't many of them. Here we go. This is a fun... This is a fun... All right, this is a fun one. If the guy, the story about guy being killed wasn't fun enough for you... You bisque twits. You bisque twits. Have you seen this? No. Aldi bosses have... Oh, yes. <laughs> this is good. You'd like this, Kelly. Thank you. Aldi bosses have... Um, it, this story is by Richard Moriarty. Aldi bosses have changed the packaging on a brand of cheese biscuits after shopped, shocked shoppers saw it spelt out the C word. You bisque twits. The gourmet crackers <laughs> with rosemary... <laughs> Promise customers deliciously thin and crispy biscuits in an English country garden. But bungling graphic designers put four letters from the word country in capitals. And you can guess which ones. <laughs> now this is not this is an unusual way to describe a customer. So Tom Coulton is the customer who spotted this. Guess which word they've used to describe him? Um Thrifty. Punter. Oh! Hunter Tom Coulton noticed and wrote on the budget German giant's <laughs> Facebook page, I was just curious about your choice of letter capitalisation on the packaging of your rosemary gourmet crackers. Any particular reason for this design? Nick Hodgson added, Surely this is no accident. Someone must have noticed. The packaging has been amended with different um, uh, letters in the slogan now capitalised. Why would you do... I mean, um... The offending package was still up for grabs yesterday at Aldi's Manchester city centre outlet. So, uh... Go and, go and treat yourself to... Uh... To an offensive biscuit. What do you do when you want to have a poo in an English country garden? What do you do? You pull down your pants and suffocate, suffocate the, the ants. ants in an English country garden. And then how do you clean up? I don't know. You pull up a leaf and wipe your underneath. There we go, you see. That's, uh... Hey, guess what Berkshire's got more than anywhere else? Um, lap dancing clubs. Oh. Am I right? Yeah. Hey! Berkshire's 17 strip clubs gives its population of 154,000 more flesh hey. joints. Flesh joints. We should have said, by the per way... Per person than anywhere in England. I drove past one the other day. They have a happy hour between one and eight. <laughs> That's weird. That's not an hour. That's... I know. <laughs> maths is not their strong point. Um, it should have said, by the way, as an adult... It's a, a triple X-rated show today. You've got to be over 56 to listen, mm. which is the oh. case in most BBC local radio anyway. But it's it's a it's a, a little bit raunchy today. It was a little bit blue. Something for the dads. What do I do with my young ears? Mm? Well, I've got my earplugs if you want to use them. Oh, OK, yeah. OK, well, that's, um, that's that sorted out. Yeah, so you drove past one and they have a happy hour from what? One till eight? One till eight. A happy hour from one till eight. It's an old converted pub with the windows blacked out. Mm. It's in Chalvey in Slough. Mm. Um, and cool. happy hour one to very uh, to some people. Um, <laughs> happy hour one till eight. There used to be one uh, at a roadside on my way home, and I often thought, I wonder if I could pop in and maybe earn a few more quid. But then, nah. no. Let's anyway, be it was called Speed the Plow, which I thought oh, was the yeah. whole point of going to a lap dancing place. Blimey. My friends used to go to uh, a very famous one in London. Yeah. And I, ne I never actually. I, it is my friends. I never actually went to this one. 
And um, they said, oh, you should come along. You should come along. It's great. Someone who's now very, very powerful uh, in television, and I think is now quite high-ranking in BAFTA. You should come along. It's great. Um, uh, you, all you've got to do is put a pound in the pint glass. <laughs> I mean, now... The pint glass gets passed around, and you, you'd put a pound in there. Is that all? That, I For mean, there? apparently... Um, you know, apparently that was... Th- I thought some, they were contactless these so days. So I may have said that was over the odds a little bit. <laughs> Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M1 in both directions between Junction 12 for Flitwick and 11 for Dunstable, there's a lane closed for roadworks. So expect some delays there, but it's looking fine on the speed sensors at the moment. On the A14 High Wycombe, there's roadworks at West Wycombe Hill Road. And in St Albans on the North Orbital Road, there's a lane closed between the Park Street roundabout and the London Coney roundabout. That's for roadworks. And looking at the speed sensors, it is starting to look a little bit slow at the moment. In Neeston on the North Circular Road, there are delays approaching the M1 at the Staples Corner flyover and towards Brentfield Road in Wembley as well and there are no reported major delays on the trains at the moment Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio Thank you Sammy 6.46, it is uh, Friday the 4th of September I'm Ian Lee, these are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio Residents unhappy about parking in Bletchley are blockading spaces in their street to stop parents dropping their kids off at school A woman who is believed to be taking her four children to Syria has been arrested at Luton Airport and plans to redevelop Midsummer Place Shopping Centre have been approved by Milton Keynes Council. Let's get the weather! What? Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. What? She's not there. What? I'm dialing her up and I'm saying, hello Elizabeth, and she's not there. Sorry, hang on a second. Tell me what you're doing. So I'm dialing her up. Right. Dial. And then what are you right s- then you said you s- you're saying something. Then I'm saying I'm going to do it right now for, yeah. for okay, proof. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Right, here we go. Proof if, if proof. Hello Elizabeth, are you there? Elizabeth. She's not there. Does that mean there'll be no weather today? I'm looking out. It's looking all right. It's not doing yeah, anything though, is it? The, 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 the weather, it'll be all right. I mean, really, it's um September. Have a Free guess. CR generic F slash trail. No idea. Let's have a listen. We've had a brilliant summer of cricket. Oh, That's Edson Court is all over. But once again, we're also celebrating our unsung sporting heroes. He has such passion for sport. I'm extremely proud of what we've achieved here. Who will you nominate? We're looking for someone who inspires people to get involved in sport across beds, hearts and bucks. He's funny. He's, he's never strict with you. So you don't feel pressured. To make your nominations, go to bbc.co.uk slash unsung hero and download an entry form. The closing date is Thursday, 22nd of October, with our 2015 Unsung Hero announced at oh. the BBC Sports Personality of the Year yeah, yeah. in December. She cares about everyone else more than she does about herself. Get inspired. Right. Get nominating. OK. Firstly, he's not a very good coach, then, if he's not pressurising people. You've got to be pressurised. Yeah, just let him have a laugh, isn't he? I've got to. Um, I'm just going to get my um, stick. I'm going to put it in the pot full of uh, poo-poo, and I'm going to stir. Oh, what's happened? I've got an email. I got an email from Elizabeth Rizzini, oh, yeah. the weather girl. Uh-huh. She, she She's said? not happy with you. She's blaming you. I'm what? not getting involved. I'm just going to read it out. Why is she grassing you up to dad? Hi, Ian. Lots of exclamation. There's three exclamation marks in this email, Liz- Elizabeth. This is how um, excited she is. Well, she does talk like no, that. No, I'm going to say I'm going to say she's angry. Okay. I'm going to say she's furious. I'm going to read it in a furious voice. Go on. Hi, Ian. Tell her I'm here. I can hear her. She's got the wrong fader. Cheers. I don't have a fader on here. Oh. Tell me... Uh, no, I'm not going to reply. You tell you tell the listeners what you'd like to say to Elizabeth, who's just accused you of, of, of being... Um, not <laughs> Incompetent. Very good Incompetent, that's the word. 
And an idiot. Well... An incompetent idiot is what I'm reading between the lines here. So, I dialed her number. No, 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 I don't want to... She couldn't hear me. There's nothing, nothing to do with failures. Who's, whose fault are you saying it is? Elizabeth the system. Ra- you're saying it's Elizabeth Rizzini's no, fault? Yep, you you're calling saying, her an idiot. You're saying, you're saying Elizabeth Rizzini is an no. idiot and it's her fault, are you? Are you not saying Elizabeth Rizzini's fault and she's an idiot? No. So you are saying it! Ah! Uh, we knew she was. You've just called Rizzini an idiot live on air. This is an industrial smackdown. Why is she telling you and not me, though? Because you're no good at answering emails. You probably would, would click the wrong fader on the email. And um, it will go to Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. So, okay, uh, sham pizzas. The pizzas you are eating may not be what you think. Now, whenever I order a pizza online, I'm not expecting oat cuisine. 
But if you ask for ham, you want ham. Well, I want some... As long as I think it's ham, I'm happy. You want I'm actual... Happy. You want actual cheese, though, don't you? Not... As long as I think it's cheese... Listen, food, food... We all know food is not what we think it is, right? Although I had a, oh, I had a lovely pair... I'm not making anything you and about breasts... Um, I had a lovely pear in my back garden yesterday. There's always a pear okay. tree. I love it. It's a bit hard, mm-hmm. but I, I still had some. I'm not making innuendo, Kelly, so don't you snigger in for me. Stop that. This is actually healthy. I had my health check yesterday. Uh, how's your health? Hey. Oh, dear. How long have you got? Um, well, uh, the chances of me having a heart attack in the next, was it five years or ten years, it's only 5%. That ain't bad. But a little bit tubby and c- cholesterol. She's yeah, a little bit. Blood pressure's just a little bit. Yeah, but that just means you're not a SWAT. No, I'm not a health SWAT. Yeah, exactly. But I, I wouldn't mind, you know. I, I bet that Brendan. Him. I bet he's clean as a oh, whistle. Really. Brendan weren't allowed to go up there because no. he was under forty. Yeah. He was under forty. Oh. Um, I was allowed to go up there because I'm over forty. Oh. I special rights. One day I'll go up there. I was doing. Not I was for doing ages. it. I was up there. Right? I was having my blood pressure tested. Right. Hmm. And Jeff Doyle, you know the the sports boy, the little boy. Uh, he's, is he over forty? No, no, but he just kept bursting in. The bloke's going, could you get out, please? What did he? He just kept coming. Oh, God, come in here. Get out, Doyle, you little swat. You sports swat. Why don't you go and make love to a football? Hello. It's hard to get purchase. Well, he's only tiny. He's, he's like when, when we had Benji Bunny and he used to mount the football. He's like that. Why don't you, why don't you go and make love to a long jump? You know. A long jump? Yeah, why don't, why don't you go and kiss a javelin? <laughs> Anyway, the pointy end, that's probably quite dangerous. So anyway, it, so Jeff Doyle kept coming in. He's only lit, the thing is you can't see him because he's so tiny. He's so wee. <clears throat> and then he, he'd come in and uh, he just kept, my my blood pressure kept going up every time he came in because I've got a little crush on him. Um, so we had to um, ask him to evacuate the premises. He was um, taken outside and um, fired from a cannon. So pizzas. Mm, they've not got cheese on or ham well, in not, some cases. Well, not all of them. No, well, uh, let's pretend it's all of them. Okay. Let's make it worse. Okay. Hungry diners are being conned by takeaway pizza restaurants that replace ham with turkey and use fake cheese topping. Not like that. Bosses at the fakeaways have been warned they may face prosecution for the dangerous scam. Back up. Mm? You can't just... Fakeaways. I mean, that deserves a round of applause. The fakeaway. Oh, guys, guys. Pizzas from 15 fast food outlets were checked and five had turkey instead of ham. You would know. Turkey ham is very wet. No, you don't. It's wet, isn't it? It's too wet. (laughs) Have you ever had turkey ham? I don't. Wet. I don't. I'm not really a ham fan. I tried cooking with turkey mince once because I thought, well, it's it's slimline. I was trying to get everyone um, a little bit less um, tubby. You do know that this is going out wet. on the radio. Wet. This is, this is actually people are actually um, tuning out. I'm going to say speak. it, and I think people know. People who've tried it will know turkey is too wet. Can't get any purchase. Can't get any purchase. Not on a football. No. Keeps you busy though. Isn't it? It's, 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 you know, it's like telling an idiot to go and stand in the, the corner of a... Round room. Thank you very much indeed. Do Where they, would they do... go? Sorry? Where would they go? Well, well, that's... Kelly, well, I'll find you one. Is that the end of that? Well, yeah, they were doing that. Do they, do they name and shame? It was in Derbyshire. Okay. Nothing for us to worry about. I'm sure all the pizzas here have exactly what it says on the menu. Here's a story that actually I never want to see this story. And we've done it on this show before. And next time it comes up, we ain't doing it because it's not a story. Well, why are you doing it now? Little little boy with rude common parents doesn't follow rules. My Go brother. On. He's got a bad haircut. So oh, he was yeah. sent home from school. Yeah. And why is that in the paper? Why was that? Why is that on the radio? Because his parents moaned. A lad was sent home 
We're supposed to feel sorry for him. Let's have a look. A lap. That is a ridiculous. I feel haircut. sorry for him that his mum thinks that's appropriate. A lad was sent home on his first day at school for having a haircut like his footy hero, Sergio Aguero. Man City fan, Gary Hill, 11, had tramlines in the Mohican. Man City. He claimed a teacher said to him... Now, if a teacher said to him this to him, respect to the teacher. I don't believe a teacher said this, but if he did, respect, because this, he must have gone back to 1976 for a teacher to say this. Hey, Mr Tramlines, aren't you ashamed of yourself? Now, now, <laughs> no teacher in 2015 would say that, boy. Dad? Oh. It's a Mancunian teacher. So the lad's called um, Gary, right? Of course he is. Do you know what the lad's called? Barry. Gary. Dad, Gary Senior, 45, said, It was just ridiculous. It was the first day in the school. Boy was allowed to return once his hair was shaved evenly. Eamon Murphy, head of Ashley Sports College in Duckinfield, Cheshire, said, These are the rules and the parents know them. Yeah. Was this not a story? Fair dues. He broke the rules, he got sent home. It's a shame the kid had to, to suffer for the parents' stupidity. I don't get why they're doing this kind of shaving all the hair off apart from like a flap on the top. It looks like a looks like a bad toop. I don't wanna see I don't wanna see flaps. No. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number. Let's get the travel news now. Here's Sammy Bruff. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. It's looking slow on the M1 northbound after Junction 11 for Dunstable where the roadworks are and on the M25 anti-clockwise it's busy from Junction 17 for Maple Cross to 16 for the M40. In St Albans it's starting to get busier on the North Orbital Road where the roadworks are between the Park Street roundabout and the London Coney roundabout. In Borehamwood on the A1 there are delays southbound between the Holiday Inn and Barnet Lane at Stirling Corner and on the North Circular Road in Woodford there's roadworks between the A12 at the, at the Redbridge roundabout and Charlie Brown's roundabout in Woodford that's causing really long delays from the waterworks corner on the train departure boards the 702 service from Welling Garden City to Peterborough has been cancelled Samantha Bruff BBC Three Counties Radio Sammy thank you very much indeed stories that we can do this stories that should not be stories but continually pop up I'm not looking at you Lee don't worry but the, the story we always get about a kid being banned from school because they've got a shocking head oh yeah yeah just follow the rules Follow the rules and parents giving your allowing your 11-year-old kids to get stupid haircuts like that. Unbelievable. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's seven o'clock, I'm Lee Agnew. The headlines, residents of Bletchley blockading their street, plans agreed to rebuild a shopping centre in Milton Keynes and a woman heading for Syria arrested at Luton Airport. BBC Three Counties Radio. A group of residents in Bletchley are blockading spaces in their street to stop parents parking to drop off their children. People in Saffron Street say the Premier Academy Primary School has been getting steadily bigger, bringing increasing traffic to their quiet road. Ollie Bayliss reports. The Water Eaton Residents Association says the school traffic causes a nuisance in their quiet cul-de-sac, with traffic having doubled in the last 10 years. They want a set of double yellow lines down one side of the street to alleviate the congestion. Headmaster Warren Harrison says the actions of the blockade puts children at risk because they can't be dropped off safely near the school. 
Developers have been given permission to rebuild the Into shopping centre in Milton Keynes, still known by many as Midsummer Place. It'll mean new shops and a five-screen cinema, but opponents say a large area of public space will be lost. Our reporter Stuart Radcliffe was at the meeting. This really was a very heated council meeting, and when that decision was made, it was greeted with cries of shame on you and so much for local democracy. But councillors here have taken the decision this is too big a plan to ignore. It's worth some £70 million and could create up to 400 new jobs. A woman who was thought to be travelling to Syria with her four children has been arrested at Luton Airport. 33-year-old Zahira Tariq was reported missing from her home in London last week. Nick Qureshi reports. Her three sons and daughter, aged from four to 12, were caught on CCTV at London City Airport before boarding a flight to Amsterdam. On Tuesday, officers from the Metropolitan Police received confirmation that all five had been detained by the authorities in Turkey. Zahira Tariq was arrested at Luton Airport after getting off a flight from Istanbul. All four children have been taken into police protection. David Cameron is expected to announce that more Syrian refugees will be allowed into the UK. The Prime Minister is facing growing pressure to do more. Lord Sachs says Britain should accept 10,000 people. It's a figure to which Britain would respond. The churches, the religious groups, the charities would all join in, local uh, civic groups. And I think we'd be better for doing that. I think the British tradition of being a place of refuge for those who are at risk of their liberty and their lives should guide us now to being more generous rather than less so. In sport, Britain's Andy Murray survived a scare at the US Open but beat the unseeded Frenchman Adrian Manorino. Johanna Conters also threw to the third round, but Wellens Aliash Bedenay lost in four sets to the American Donald Young. The weather will be mostly dry with sunny spells, but with the chance of a shower in places, top temperatures today just 15 degrees Celsius, 59 degrees Fahrenheit. You can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Thank you, Lee. Morning, Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. So far, no-one's guessed who we're paying pre-tribute to. It's a thing we do where, you know, when people die, oh, well, isn't it great that we, we miss them and we love them? Let's say it to these people while they're still alive. We've got a cracking one today. I'll give you another clue in a bit. Also, we're playing iPod Roulette at 7.30. We may have to get um, 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 Grumpy Jamie uh, to be the judge. I've asked the lead singer from Dr Hook, but I imagine he's asleep. But we need Grumpy Jamie to pretend to be a pop star. Marilyn, I just, I just... How many contestants, Catherine, have we got for iPod Roulette so far? So far, I mean, Rosie's a given, isn't she? Yep, right, right being a Rosie's so the current champion. We've got half the number that hey, we need. That is, not, that is not bad going. With 26 minutes to go until we play it, we only need one more. We need a contender. We need a contender. Contender ready. Gladiator ready. If you want to be a contender on iPod Roulette Simple, you need an MP3 player or a computer where you can set it to shuffle. You need over 100 songs. Boom shakalak, use in. Call now, guys. 03-459-455-555. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Now, people living in uh, uh, One Street in Bletchley are so fed up uh, with parents parking on their road before school that they've taken things into their own hands. 
The Premier Academy Primary School says the stunt is dangerous, but Saffron Street residents say the growing school has brought an unreasonable amount of traffic to their quiet road at pick-up and drop-off times. Peter Kewling is the chair of Water Eaton Residents Association and joins me now. Morning, Peter. Morning. What's going on? Well, we just the residents are just being fed up with the, the teachers parking on the um, um, road and going into school, and the parents come up and everything like that. And it's just the school has grown too big now for the cul-de-sac. It's not only one road; it's all the roads around the area. What's so, getting blocked? So I, I, I'm, I'm getting, I, I'm sensing there are two separate problems: the one of the parents picking up and dropping off. Is that is that one of them? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Yeah, and is there another? You say there's a problem with teachers parking there in the daytime. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the car, the car park. He's got a little car park. It's yeah. built for 38 cars, and there's 95 staff work there. So oh. there's another 30 odd cars being parked on the streets outside people's houses and on, in the cul-de-sac. The thing with the the, the, the okay, let, let's go to that in a second. The the, the parents parking and and uh, to to drop their kids off. What's your what, what's your problem with that? Because it's only what 20 minutes a day. Well, 20 minutes a day is people parking on the driveways. It's when people go, right, more people go to work. Right. Well, hang on. Is it people, is it people parking, people aren't parking on your private driveways, are they? They are, yes. That people are coming on to the street and going onto the driveway outside people's houses. Yeah. And when you ask them to move, you get abusive, um, action. You know, the parents start chucking abuse. It's not the residents what are abusing. It's, it's, it's a bit of both. Everyone, the residents give right. um, abuse because they are getting abused. Let me get this right, Lapita. You're telling me... So you've got, a, what, you've got a driveway outside your house that's, that's part of your property. Yeah. That you, only you're allowed to park on. Yeah. And you're telling me that parents from this school are parking on your driveway. Yeah, they park everywhere. On double yellow lines, on zigzag lines and everything. But there aren't, zigzag, there aren't zigzag lines in your cul-de-sac, are there? No, that's no, right. So let's school. let's fu- yeah, well let's let, that's that's someone else's problem. Let's focus on your cul-de-sac. When was the last time you had a school a, a car in your driveway that wasn't your car? Well, it's continuously every day. They park on driveways around in Mossman Court. They park I'm not I'm not worried about any other street. I just want your street. Well, I, I'm a resident, so I don't live on the street. I'm sticking up for the street because it's a residents' associ- association. Okay. And well, I've, par- got other school, I've got other schools. To, I've got a school that parks on my driveway. So it's sort of it's not only one school. It's, we've got five schools in an, I, an area. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it as I see it. I don't believe that. I don't believe well, that parents are parking on a driveway. Well, we have pictures. Um, we have taken pictures. Well, if, I mean, if that's true, that's incredible. Yeah. We have pictures of where they park, legally parked, on pathways where prams can't get past and everything like that. We have actually got pictures of it. If, well, it's, the... not the res- if it's not residents parking there, we, um, we can't actually get down the streets. Are you sure you're not exaggerating a little bit for effect? No, we're not. In terms, in terms of the driveway? Yeah, we've got pictures and we can send them off to you and show you. All right, well, if that happens, that's outrageous. You know, that, that's, um, that, that is absolutely terrible. Yeah. Uh, the parking on the street, though, I, I don't have a problem with. Right. So, would you want cars outside your house every single day and you can't get out of your driveways and 
Well, again, no, no. If they're blocking my driveway, then I would be angry. If they're parking in my driveway, I'll be furious. If they're parking in my street at drop off and pick up time, I wouldn't be bothered. Right, yeah. Would that. Does the fact that they're just parking. If we forget the, uh, the driveway parkers and the driveway blockers. Right, yeah. How about if they just parked in the street, though? Would that be okay? Yeah, if they just parked in the street, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, if they are... Have you spoken Have you spoken to the police or the council about this? Because if they're parking in your driveway, that's trespass. Yeah, but the police won't do anything about it. Well, that must be very frustrating. Yeah, this is why the neighbours are had enough. It's, the school is expanding every day. So, you know, and he gets away with what he wants to do. And the parents, the um, residency's got extensions for this new hall yeah. to hire it out every night, so the well, residents are going to have no peace whatsoever. Well, but, it, it, but um, yeah, but, I mean, um, it, it's good that schools are expanding and offering uh, extracurricular activities, isn't it? Yes, it is, but he needs a bigger, he needs a bigger area with bigger parking. Right, well, that's not going to happen, is it? So we need to reach a compromise, don't we? So, yeah. And yeah. we need to te- we need to teach us and ke- we need the headmaster, Mr. Harrison, to sit round the table and join in ministry. We've tried to speak to him for three years, four years now, and he don't turn to up to the meetings. He don't turn up to the council okay, meetings. Okay, well he's not, he's he, he didn't turn up to the radio today either, so he's not here. So we have to. Uh, surely, if this is such a big problem, wouldn't the council um, uh, be up for putting double yellow lines in your street or uh, per- resident permits or something? Well, we've tried to suggest it, but obviously some of the neighbours don't want double yellow lines and some of them don't want permanent permits. So you can't win with everyone because obviously people have visitors and everything like that. So, And also, the, the thing... <clears throat> if the teachers are parking there, the teachers aren't blocking the driveways, are they? No. No, OK. So what's the problem with that? It's a public highway, there are no road markings, so the teachers are allowed to park there? Yeah. So that's but not when, a problem then. So the, so the teachers park there, 30 odd cars. So when the parents come and park, this is when they park in the driveways. Okay, but that's a different thing. There's, I can see two things here. So you haven't got a problem with the teachers parking parking there in the daytime. Well, we we can't we don't have a problem because obviously they just park there anyway. So, yeah, so we we get we getting told in the papers and all that we getting um, the parents are um, causing danger. But if the, the, the residents don't park there, the teachers park there. So hang, on a sec- hang on a second, but look, look, just Peter, come, I, I don't care what it says in the paper, it's me and you talking, right? Yeah. So uh, I, I don't understand how you can have a problem, and let's just focus on the teachers parking there in the day. It's a public highway, there's no road markings. I don't understand why you'd have a problem with the teachers parking there. Because it's such... Where, do, where, where are they going to the main street and park? It's such a narrow road, we can't, people can't get down... Street. No, yes, you, Peter, Peter, yes, you can. Well, I think the Free County Radio should come down and have a look at this and have a look at the situation. L people actually well, no, but, <clears throat> but, um, but, Peter, I'm talking to you. So, you, you, why don't you tell me? So, what, 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 you're saying that they're parking, what, they're blocking the road so cars can't get down? Well, they can't get out of their driveways because this road is built so narrowly. When they try and get out of their driveways, it's hard to get out of their driveways. Well, well uh, there's, a, there's a different... Again, we're just talking about the teachers parking, not the parents at the moment. There's yeah. a difference between it being difficult to get out of your driveway and impossible to get out of your driveway. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's a nuisance it's, where they park. It's a nuisance. You, you never, where do you normally park your car, Peter, when you go out shopping or go to work or whatever? In a car park. Right, every single time. Don't believe you. Don't believe you. You're telling me, you're telling me 
You've never parked on a street that's not got double because there's no double yellow lines and there's no residence parking. You've never done that. Well, anyway, I'm par- yeah, I park in the street when I'm working. But well, shame on you, a- shame on you, Peter, for parking on someone's street. Well, if I'm working, it's um. Thank I'm you. There you've 10, just minutes. I'm not do, there every single day. Do you just do, you, you just you just said if if you're working? Well, that's what they're doing. There's no rules against the the parents parking on the driveways. That's bang out of order. Blocking the driveways. That's terrible. But it's yeah. a public highway. The teachers are not breaking any laws. Everybody parks where they can park. I've, I yeah, park. If there's no if there's no double yellow lines and there's no per- permits only, then I don't see what the problem is. You need to p- petition the council. If, you, if you're really angry, you need to petition the council to, to put double yellow lines. We are trying everything to get this teacher to talk to us as well. Mr. Harrison talked to the residents. Okay, you well. just 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 go. Okay, that's 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 great. But you, you, do you see what I mean? That I, I don't under the, the the parents parking on the driveway, blocking the driveway. If that's happening, that is yeah. bang out of order. You have every sympathy for me. That's terrible. If it's people going to work to educate my kids or going to work to do whatever, and they're parking legally, you can't have a problem with that. And if you do, that's nimbyism. It's not only the teachers, it's the parents what park there. I don't, I, again, I don't... I, I, They're the, the two separate issues, Peter. The parents parking on the driveway, that's yeah. out of order. You've got, I've, you've got me on that one, full sympathy. Blocking the driveway, I'd be furious, and I'd be out there and I'd be having a word. I'd put the bins out. Why don't you put the bins out over the driveways? Because you can't put a bin on the road. Well, they put a bin on the driveway. Yeah, but they've actually parked on the road. With a ah, put a bin in the road, put a bin in the road. Okay, they can. They, you put a bin in, Peter. Put a bin in the road. We've all done it. We've all done it when we want to keep a space. Put a bin in the road. All right, then we do. You know, if we have another protest, we do that. We put the bins in the road, and that'll make more chaos. No, no, no. Well, just put no, no, no. Just put the bins in front of your driveway. Okay, we do that then. Well, have you not considered doing that? Yeah, but if, when's the bin, bin man comes once a week, doesn't he? <laughs> the dust, the dust carts can't get on the road because they park both sides of the road. So they make it into a one-way street. Right. Okay. So obviously I, I, people can't people can't get up. You're telling me the bins aren't being collected. Well, the dustman can't get up to the street. So no. the bins the bins are never collected. They they go in the, they go in the van and pick the bins up in the van. So they do pick up the bins. So there's yeah. not a problem with the bins. No, but so why did you mention the bins not being able to be collected, Peter? I make up several things. I make up right. That there is a real problem with people parking on driveways and blocking driveways. That is bang out of order. I thought that was illegal. You could um, block your driveways with bins. Not particularly pleasant, not a fun thing to do, but that's one way around it. Yeah. I also make up that... Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to call it as I see it, that you quite enjoy being a little bit angry. Yeah. You, you enjoy being angry. And no, this, I don't enjoy being oh, angry. Oh, you just said you did. You enjoy being angry, and this gives you something that you can be angry about. Because well, people parking legally on a road that hasn't got any road markings so they can go and work, I kind of think that should be um, applauded. Right, yeah. We can't, we can't knock that. Obviously, people go to work, yes. Yeah. OK. So your, your beef is with the parents that, that park on the driveways? Yes. OK, brilliant. And we can't, and they can't get out of the street. The amount of traffic what comes up that street every day. Why don't you park? Why don't you park on your what? Why don't? Because you're parking on the street to block the cars parking on the street, and that's when they park on the driveways, is it? 
because no, the teachers park there. No, the teachers so, don't park on the driveways. No. No. So your park, your protest was your park, you lot parking your cars in the street, and was that when the parents started parking on the driveways? No, they always have always parked on the driveways. Have they parked on the driveways? Well, why don't you have your cars in the driveways then? Well, if they're in the driveways, we can't get them out. Well, then you put the bin, then you put, you have your car, I've got it. You have your car in the driveway. Sammy, come to you in a second for travel. You have your car in the driveway, your bin blocking the drive. Boom. Then they can only park legally. And you can't have a problem with people parking legally, can you? Well, we do that then. So the teachers park there, we park on a driveway, and that causes the parents to get their cars up the road. Yeah, fine, they'll have to go and... and and That's their problem then. And then they park illegally on corners... Which but is, not, but that, but but not on that cul-de-sac. That's their problem. That's someone else's problem, then. Because they have to go up the cul-de-sac to get to this school. You've done what I call it. That that would be an LBC, a, a, a Luton Borough Council. You just pass the problem on to someone else. Perfect. It works for them. Why not for you? Right. Okay. You're secretly, Peter. You're you're enjoying having this argy-bargy with the school, aren't you? No, we're not. We're not enjoying. We're sure. Want, what what we want is the headmaster to come and communicate with the residents. Okay. He won't do it. We've tried for three years. We won't do it. Okay. And that's what we want. If we, if we can get communication okay. with him and he talks to the residents, it'd be, it wouldn't got to this stage. You know, the there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do, though, is there, Peter? He's not going to build another... He hasn't got the room to build a bigger car park. The, 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 I, I, the suggestion I would make is you park your cars in the driveway, cars can't park there. You put your bins in front of the driveway, cars can't park there. Boom. Everyone's parking legally. Beautiful. Three right, years yeah. of three years of stress over this. God. Yeah. Let but it go. It's, it's, it's come to the point. Yes, say we need the headmaster. To He's not going. Okay, well, but I've just given you a beautiful solution. Yeah. Give it a go. Yeah. And let us know how it goes. Yeah, not a problem. All right, Peter. Thank you. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. There are queues on the M1 northbound just after Junction 11 for Dunstable because of the roadworks and there's reports that a vehicle's broken down in those delays causing it to be a bit worse. On the M25 anti-clockwise it's slow from Junction 17 for Maple Cross to 16 for the M40 and in Borenwood on the A1 there are queues southbound from the Holiday Inn towards the Stirling Corner. In Welling Garden City there's roadworks on Hartford Road eastbound heading towards the A1M uh, so that's not causing any delays at the moment but it might cause some queues later on. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties. Sammy Radio. on the tech Text 81333, start your text 3CR. Um, ben in Hitchin. Have you got this on your mm-hmm. screens? The A505 in no, Hitchin. Um, um, not got that, but I can have a look. Yeah, have a look. Ben's saying that there's a lorry. Oh, this is so weird. A lorry carrying a load of toilet seats has shed its load. Ooh. Um, yeah, that's a, okay. You've well, got pictures of the A505. Apparently, the, A505, the, I'm looking. The, the police looking into it, but they've got nothing to go on. So the police are looking into these toilet seats that have um, gone across the road, but they've got they've got nothing to go on. Could you have a look into that, we'll Sammy? Look, we'll look into it. Thank you, mate. Really appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> we
Where are we now? 7.20, uh, BBC Three Counties Radio. These are your headlines. Residents are blockading parking spaces on their street in Bletchley to stop parents dropping their children off at school. Controversial plans to redevelop Midsummer Place Shopping Centre have been approved by Milton Keynes Council. And police have arrested a woman at Luton Airport who is believed to be taking her four children to Syria. Even if you can't get to the match... Already, we're hearing stories of Watford fans saying that they are going to struggle to get here. All listen to the commentary... Got quick feet, hasn't he? Quick feet and good skill and good vision. You can still keep up to date with your local team with Three Counties Sport. There is the half-time whistle. It's nil-nil. Plenty to ponder. Follow us on Twitter to get all the team news. There's two changes from the team that won at Barnet on Saturday. Goals as they happen. Trying to make room for the shot. Very attentive to the corner of the net. Super goal from Luton Town. And reaction at the final whistle. Momentum changes very quickly in these games and uh, we're disappointed for that. Twitter.com slash BBC3CR and stay up to date with your local team. 03459 555 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. 81333. Start your text 3CR. Um, loads of texts about the conversation I just had with Peter and the, the parking. Um, Anonymous says, uh, how long are you going to spend trying to tear some old geezer a new one? It's too much. I was just trying to pin down his argument. Um, and as uh, both Kath and I have listened to a, a, a bit recently of, of classic speech radio, Tommy Boyd was saying where he's patronising to old people. Uh, it, it, not patronising, not attacking not at, at all. all. I treated Peter exactly the way I would treat a 20-year-old, a 30-year-old, a 50-year-old, a 70-year-old. You have to question them. And I've spoken to Peter, he's fine. Yeah, good. Peter loved it. Peter loved it, you know, and um, he handled himself very, very well. You know, it's, it's not its not trying to humiliate. It's just trying to get to the nub of the argument. Do you want to give us a couple more texts? Yeah, let's have a look. Uh, we've got one here. Oh, this is from, do you remember Jade, who's the ex-parking warden in Milton Keynes? No. She came on once as a guest. No. We're talking about parking in Milton Keynes. Anyway, no. she's good. Um, she says, I can confirm what your guest is saying. When I was a traffic warden in Milton Keynes, parents do park on private driveways, mainly in Bletchley. But then she says... Uh, but I believe he's milking it. It's only that bad at a handful of Milton Keynes schools. Okay. Um, and someone else says, uh, I don't give a damn. This is Ollie in Bedford. I'll park where I want. <laughs> he's a motorbike rider. Tough guy. I tell you what I, I, tell you what I hate. You know those smart cars? <laughs> you know those smart cars? Yeah. They don't park properly. Well, they don't think it makes any difference. They it's don't so tiny. park properly. They, instead of reversing in... They drive in forwards. I know. Because it's a tiny car. Yeah, what they fa- they should get tickets because their bums are always hanging over the line. They're always <laughs> over the They're not as tiny as they, they think they are. They also trick because you think there's a parking space and you get up to it and there they are. No, they, so, you, so you've got a little, little thing by the side of the road, a little parking bay. You're supposed to reverse into it. But it's only a tiny space. So I've got a smart car. So I'm going to drive straight into it. I'm just, I've got a tiny car. I'm allowed to do it. You should get a ticket for that. Mind you you should get two tickets. One for hanging over the back and two for being a smug idiot. They can probably do a three-point turn within the space, though. Do a three-point turn on that and oh. that. Oh. Oh. That, that's a good turn. There we go. You see. Uh, uh, how many players have we got for iPod Roulette now, guys? So far, we've still got half the number we hey, need. Hey, that's brilliant. So we, only, we only need one, one more. more. 03459... Four double five, five double five. Dreams can come true, baby. Look at me. I'm into you. You know you've got to hold on. You know you've got to be strong. Do you know we have a special judge? Yeah, we do now. Who? <sighs> Brian Poole. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, Brian well done, Poole, uh, formerly of the Tremolos, always of, currently of Brian Poole, uh, is going to be the judge at 7.30, which is awesomeness. Uh, but we need one more contestant. 03459 455 555 is the telephone number. Um, yeah. 
Now, a disabled mum and her son who has learning dif- uh, disabilities were one of a party of four left stranded in Great Yarmouth recently when their coach left without them. Anne Chudley has mobility problems and uses a frame to walk. She had a fall on the way to meet the coach. And uh, when she finally got there, it was gone. Andy Janot is the father of one of the stranded girls and joins me um, on the line now. Morning, Andy. Good morning. So t- 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 tell me what what happened. How did you find out there was something wrong? Well, um, I was uh, down in London with my son and at uh, about 4.45 I got an anxious call from my daughter explaining um, the situation um, passed the phone to Anne and she uh, explained that uh, the coach was due to leave at 4.30. As you've uh, highlighted, she's uh, disabled, she has uh, mobility problems and walks with quite a large frame. She'd actually had a fall on the way back um, and the children helped her up and uh, they'd actually got back to the pick-up point at 4.40, so 10 minutes Ten late. minutes, right. Um, and the coach had gone and... Uh, to compound matters, uh, she then phoned the emergency number and uh, was basically told, look, it's tough, um, not really bothered. She explained the situation that not only was she disabled, she had a son with her with learning difficulties, two 12-year-olds, and she's unemployed and had about £15 in her pocket um, and was basically told, look, make your own way home. And, and uh, that was the extent of the assistance that she was provided. How old's your daughter, Andy? She's 12. OK, and she was, she was there with Anne, was she? she, was, she was... right, yeah. OK, so uh, is Anne a family friend or something? No, no, um, my daughter, um, Anne's daughter, is the same age as my daughter, and they're school friends. OK, OK. Um, and the trip was basically organised by Anne, um, sort of as a thank you to her 12-year-old daughter, who acts a lot of time as her carer. So yeah. um, it was a sort of thank you, and she asked my daughter to come along with them. Well, that's nice, isn't it? Well, I thought it was, yeah, absolutely. You I, know, I, don't, I, don't fa- I don't fancy Great Yarmouth myself, but uh, <laughs> for a 12, that's a, ni- that's a nice thing to do. That's a lovely absolutely. thing to do. Well, you've got to take into context how much people can afford and everything like yeah, that. No, exactly, exactly. My tongue's slightly in my cheek. But, um, OK, so you get this phone call, and as a dad of a 12-year-old daughter, well, uh, um, what, what was it, panic, anger? What, what, what were you feeling? Well, I'm a dad of a 12-year-old daughter that's uh, in London with his son, and yeah. thinking my daughter's now uh, left some considerable distance, Yeah. thinking I've got to get there because... I don't know how much money they've got, um, what they're going to be doing, and sort of how the situation there might change as it starts to get dark. Mm. So did you, what, did you just jump in the car and drive straight out there? Yeah, I mean, I, I just uh, I left what I was doing. Uh, I might have to drive back to my home in Bedfordshire to drop my son off with uh, my wife, and then immediately just drove up to Great Yarmouth. Oh, blimey. Well, 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 again, what a good dad. You know, well done you. Uh, did you speak to the coach company? Uh, I actually, yeah, I, I sort of, uh, I didn't speak to them on the day. I yeah. sort of got back that evening, dropped everyone off, then uh, woke up Sunday morning, just gave up my thoughts, thought about the whole situation and uh, emailed the company and uh, outlined what I thought about it. And I also was totally transparent with them. I said, oh, I think there's a bit of a wider interest in how you've dealt with us that perhaps um, the local press might be interested in just to sort of articulate how you actually deal with people. Um, and to this to this moment, I've had no reply from them officially at all. Now, this, if 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 Anne and, and, and your daughter and everyone have been forty minutes late or something, you know, I can imagine there's a coachload of people getting huffy and stuffy. Why are we waiting? But ten minutes. Yeah, I mean, I sort of I can look at this quite rationally. If if it had been me and my wife, able-bodied, I'm, I'm a person that. I'll always say, get there an hour early rather than a minute late. 
And I would have very little, if any, sympathy with people that are late in these circumstances. Yeah. But I think you have to look at the circumstances as they were. And that coach company and the driver knew this was a party that included disabled people and children. Yeah, And like yeah. you say, 10 minutes. And we know from what the coach company has now said to the local press that they said, oh, we, we've waited 10 minutes. Well, I know Anne was there at 4.40 and they'd gone. And if you know Great Yarmouth on a Saturday, um, that coach would not have even been out of Great Yarmouth within that time frame. It would probably be about two minutes down the road. There was no reason that coach couldn't have turned around and come and got them back. And in fact, knowing the company, Britannia, um, when I was driving up there, so if you think that I've driven from London, dropped my children off and then started the drive, I think the coach passed me somewhere past Newmarket. So there was absolutely no way that coach couldn't have turned around and picked them up. Andy, we're speaking to the company in about 50 minutes' time, I think. I don't think, and I don't, I don't know for sure, but I, I don't think they want to talk to anyone apart from me. But um, could, could you be listening in 50 minutes' time? Because I'd love to get your thoughts on what, on what they say to me. Yeah, did you say 15 minutes? 50. 50, yeah, I can listen absolutely. Is that, is that all right? What we'll do, because I think some, sometimes when you get guests on, let's, let's pull the curtain a little bit, and I don't know if this is the case with them, I'm, I'm making it up, but when you get guests on who um, uh, people are, are, are disappointed with, quite often they say, well, come on, but we don't want to talk to anyone. We just want to talk. To, we just want to be interviewed, don't I we? I don't know whether it was even put to. Them, we don't. So we we don't know. We don't know. And I'm kind of making up. So I don't know. We'll, and we'll ask them if they don't mind talking to you. And anyway, but I'd be. Uh, they are going to talk to us, and I'd be really keen just to get your thoughts after they've spoken. Would that be all right? Absolutely. Because this, yeah. this is, this, you know, this is. Um, if it is just ten minutes, this is this is a really stinky story and is is is, is thoroughly unfair. And um, I, I'd just be keen to get your thoughts on what they say. Yep, absolutely. Well, I'll listen in and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll give you a corner. We'll give you a corner bit. Okay, thanks. Thank very you, much. Andy. I really appreciate your time. Thank you, mate. Oh uh, three four five nine four double five five double five. Let's get the travel. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. There are delays on the M1 northbound after Junction 11 for Dunstable because of the roadworks and there's reports that a vehicle's broken down in those delays. On the M25 anti-clockwise it's busy between Junction 24 for Potters Bar and 23 for the A1M. And the A10 southbound towards London it's slow from Bullsmore Lane towards Southbury Road. In St Albans it's looking busy through the roadworks on the North Orbital Road between the Park Street roundabout and the London Coney roundabout. There's a lane closed in each direction causing those delays. And on the trains there's no major problems at the moment. It's the Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's half past seven. I'm Lee Acknew. The headlines, a group of residents in Bletchley are blockading parking spaces in their street to stop parents dropping off their children. People in Saffron Street say the Premier Academy Primary School has been getting steadily bigger, bringing increasing traffic to their quiet road. Developers have been given permission to rebuild the Into shopping centre in Milton Keynes, still known by many as Midsummer Place. It'll mean new shops and a five-screen cinema, but opponents say a large area of public space will be lost. And a woman who was thought to be travelling to Syria with her four children has been arrested at Luton Airport. 33-year-old Zahira Tariq was reported missing from her home in London last week. The weather, mostly dry with sunny spells, but with the chance of a shower in places. Top temperatures, 15 degrees Celsius, 59 degrees Fahrenheit. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. 
Wales are now just one victory away from reaching their first major tournament for the first time since the World Cup in 1958. Gareth Bale's second half header was enough to beat Cyprus 1-0. Manager Chris Coleman says they deserve the win. The header's a fantastic header. You'll never see a better header than that from a fantastic player. You know, we, we got here... We come here and got what we wanted. It wasn't one of our better performances, but in terms of our team spirit and never say die attitude, it was first class. Luton Town will be without Cameron McGeehan and Paddy McCourt for tomorrow's trip to Cambridge. Paul Benson is a doubt with a neck injury and Hatter's manager John Still says defender Scott Cuthbert is also doubtful after picking up an injury in the midweek win against Leighton Orient. What happened? It cramped up and he thought it had gone. So we took him straight off. Yeah, it might be all right Saturday. But he just cramped up. He said, I've just, as he's ran towards me, I've just got to turn my body and I couldn't move my leg. But he, 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 um, he hasn't trained today, but he might be all right, yeah. Stevenage take on Plymouth and the Borough could give a debut to midfielder Connor Smith, who's on loan from Watford. Stevenage boss Teddy Sheringham says he's needed. Very hard work. He gets about the pitch, good on the ball, and hopefully he can keep things ticking over for us in midfield. So I uh, thought, thought it was important to, to not put that pressure on anyone else to, to play that role. He's played at a higher level, so he, he, uh, he should know what it's all about at, at our level. So uh, hopefully it could be a good addition to us. Wickham play Hartlepool while in the Vanarama National, Boreham Wood host Grimsby. In tennis, Britain's Andy Murray survived a scare at the US Open but beat the unseeded Frenchman Adrian Manorino. Johanna Conter's also through to the third round, but Wellin's Aliash Bedernay lost in four sets to the American Donald Young. BBC Three Counties News and Sport, more at eight o'clock. This is uh, Nick Coffer yeah. on BBC Three Counties Just Radio. Don't worry. You have two minutes. Two minutes to call in to play iPod Roulette. Oh, three. You don't even need an iPod, basically. If you've got a load of CDs, you can scatter them on the table and close your eyes. Oh, three, four, five, nine, four, double, five, five, double, five. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fair up. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine. I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone fast with the girl named Bo. Somehow they just don't end up as mine It's a death-defying life I lead I take my chances I die for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building Much time in school, but I taught ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge or Tarzan from a vine. Cause I'm the unknown stuntman that makes Eastwood look. Mom, I want to fall, God, boss! Mom! Mom! This is Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. Okay.
Oh, what's that? Oh, it's the, the, the mamas and the papas. The mamas and indeed the papas. Okay, so um, I've decided. Uh, all the slackers that are calling in, they don't meet my high standards. No. I'm going to go head to head. None of them? Nope. How long has Rosie been playing this game anyway? She it's needs about to be... time someone toppled her off her perch. She needs a ringer. And I've, I'm a ringer. Um, so I'm going to um, ring out the changes. Special celebrity iPod roulette coming up now. And I'm, uh, let's, welcome, let's welcome the current champion, shall we? It's Rabina Rosie. Good morning, Rosie. Good morning. Now, oh, look, there's a real air of cockiness about you today. Swagger. So you, you got oh, swag. Air of panic. <laughs> no, no. You, you, well, you've, won, you've won for like the last six years, I think. <laughs> and um, we've had some people... For, uh, the people that called into play, I just didn't think were good enough. So, you're going against me, baby. Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm feeling sexy. You know, all over again, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Or, or who knows, if you're going to say it... Um, I think you'll find I won that. I won that. Did you? We'll have another game. No, you won it, didn't uh, Okay, so uh, we've got our very, very, very special celebrity judge. Right. You, have a, you have a drink there, Is Rosie? Ray Davis? No, it's not Ray Davis. Better than no. Ray Davis. It's Brian Paul from Brian Paul and the Tremolos. <laughs> morning, Brian. Good morning. Good <laughs> morning, Ian. How are you doing, Brian? You are right? Yeah, love that. Shall I try and talk like Ray Davis? <laughs> what? But No, don't, because he only answers questions with one word and he's really grumpy and won't look you in the eye. Not true. <laughs> Rosie's got a little thing for, for Ray. How are you doing, Brian? You're right. Yeah, very well, thank you. Did you ever work? You must have worked with the Kinks in the sixties. Of course, yeah, lots of times. They, yeah. they, they were they were very very naughty boys, weren't they? Yeah, well, uh, we were all kind of naughty boys in the sixties. <laughs> I suppose when, am, am we I, were doing it like that. But am I allowed yes, to ask they Brian? They used to. Uh, they well. They're just like everybody else, but being, uh, you know, kind of from round the London way, yeah. uh, you know, we used to meet up with them at some uh, weird places. There was a, there's a service station, isn't there, on the M1 that you all yeah. used to meet up at? Do you know what? I met nearly everybody there. That was called the Blue Boar. The, who someone was telling me? I think Scoins, who works here, was telling me about this the other day. And then everyone used to, after they did, you know, you did a show in Sheffield, or you did a, wherever you did a show, you'd all kind of meet up there because there was nowhere else to go. That's absolutely right. It Isn't was that on funny? the motorway, and uh, motorway services then weren't. Oh, uh, you know, there's only about five anyway. So uh, you know, the, in the area, yeah. the Blue Boar was the place. Great big cafe, and you could <laughs> yeah. walk in. <laughs> you like any time of night, yeah, and uh, meet all your mates. <laughs> Bri- no, Brian, listen, I know you still do gigs and stuff. Do you yeah. miss? Um, do you miss like the screaming fans and being on top of the pops and all of that stuff? Or was that all a little bit silly? No, of course I miss it. It's like lo- it was lovely. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I know people say they miss, they uh, wouldn't miss it. Oh, of course it was lovely. It was great. It must you know. have been a lot of fun. Good times, all, yeah. all good times. Well, I wouldn't you... have missed a little bit. I would have done, if I had a chance again, I would do exactly the same thing, but with a, a little bit more hair. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, know you, can, you know you can buy hair these days online. Uh, what are you doing at the moment, Brian? You, you got any gigs coming up? Yeah, we're doing it. We start a tour. We put the, uh, the three original singers from the Tremolo. Oh. And we're all going out on tour with... Uh, just the three of us with um, with the Trogs. Oh, fantastic. Uh, with uh, Badfinger. Oh, fantastic. And, and with um, the Ivy League. Oh, mate. And uh, 
that's the show, more or less, and we're coming to, you know, all the, all the theatres all over. Beautiful. So, but, it, 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 who would have ever thought that when you're having your hits back in the early 60s, in the year 2015, you'd still be packing theatres? It's crazy, isn't it? It's quite weird, uh, but it is lovely. And uh, I'll tell you why, it's the biggest compliment yeah. in the world. You, you, you know, people still want to see you. Yeah. Amazing. I, I've, interviewed, I've interviewed loads of people, right? And I always tell my mum I've had on. The biggest response I got was when I said I'd had you on before. Oh, you had Brian Paul on! Oh, she was wow. dead excited. Bless her heart. She was a <laughs> mum, I love her. <laughs> oh, no, don't, oh, no, don't, don't. You'll start getting weird letters and knickers through the post. Now, <laughs> Brian, you are the judge for iPod, iPod roulette. It's a very, very simple game. It's me versus Rosie today. We um, set our iPods, or in my case, it's my computer, to shuffle. Songs come up at random. I need a pen for this. Let me get a pen. Yes. You choose which is the best song, Brian. It's as simple as that. Okay, okay lovely. Rosie? Yeah. I'm going to let you go first, my dear. Set All your right. iPod to shuffle. Let's see what... And I need to work out how to set mine to shuffle on it. Right, go on, set yours to shuffle. Let's see what comes up. Oh, nice. Oh, go on. <laughs> OK. All day and all of the night. Ah. Uh, don't need to say who that's by. Oh, dear. All day and indeed all of the night by the kinks. All right, OK. That's, that's not a bad one to start with. No, I just need to... Um, hang on. I've got mine set to that. Hang on a second. Here we go. Press that and I'm going to go to shuffle... And it is... Uh, all right, well, you don't need to play it. All right, love. Yeah. No need to show off. Um, how do I, hang on a minute. I don't have to get mine to shuffle. Oh. Mm. No, well, no. Do you want to come in? What? Just not the calibre of contestants. No, 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 no. no this no, is no. Brendan all over again. No, it's not. I don't, <laughs> just uh, drop it in. Hang on, right. I'm going to just drop it. Yeah, exactly. Right, I'm going to... OK, I'm going to set it... OK, here we go. We're going to set it to, uh, to the random factor. Um, and here we go. Oh, flipping heck. Mm. <laughs> Hang on a second. Here we go. Hang on. Right, OK. I've got a feeling now this is going to go. <laughs> it's a Japanese rap act called M-Flow. Now, now, we don't know. Maybe Brian Paul had a fist fight with Ray Davis in the 60s or Pete Quaife and they fell out and he's a big fan of Japanese... Um... <laughs> OK, we're going to go to Mr Brian Paul. Mr Brian Paul, is it uh, M-Flow, Japanese rap act, or is it the kinks and all day and all of the night, sir? Gotta be the king. Oh, fix! Fix! Okay, all right. I, 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 I should have said I had a pass. I could have passed on that. I didn't use my pass. Okay. Uh, it's <laughs> right. It's my go again. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go first, and I'm gonna uh, hit the randomizer button, and uh, we are hitting random now. <laughs> right. It's it's okay. It's um, it's Gorky's uh, zygotic monkey. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass on this one, okay? Oh, why? Because uh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm gonna pass on this one. I'm gonna pass on this one, um, because uh, we're allowed one pass each. So I'm gonna pass on this one. I'm gonna hit the shuffle button again, and we're gonna see what comes up uh, as I hit shuffle. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Right here we go. Oh, oh hang yeah. on a minute, ladies and gentlemen. Would you welcome to the stage the Beach Boys? It's oh. the Beach Boys and Wild Honey. You're in trouble, Rosie. You're in trouble, Rosie. Things... Shiz just got serious. <laughs> Rosie, spin the wheel. You've still got a pass if you want to use it. Oh, God, I don't know how to use it. Oh, I'll probably go for this because I've heard of it. <laughs> OK. 
Although I find it very annoying. Road oh. Runner. What, by John- Jonathan Richmond? Richmond, yeah. Oh, flipping it. Road Runner versus... OK, Road Runner versus, uh, by Jonathan Richmond versus Wild Honey by the Beach Boys. Brian, who's it going to be? Well, I think... Come on. That might have to be the Beach Boys. Ladies and gentlemen, Brian Woo! Paul knows his stuff! My mum was right! <laughs> One all. <laughs> One all, Rosie. Last round. Uh, away you go. You spin the wheel. Uh, what you got? Oh, it's... Ugh, not doing anything. Oh, for crying out loud. Oh, do I like... Oh. Uh. Keeps going the back to silence music. is golden. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Hey. <laughs> there we go. The, the Tremolo's greatest hits is available in all good record shops and service stations. Hey, ain't it convenient, though, that suddenly oh, your right, iPod okay. breaks? Yeah, yeah. What you got, Rose? I should get my glasses. Oh, for crying out loud. She, Elvis Costello. Oh, beautiful. Oh, classy. She by Elvis Costello. I'm spinning the wheel. Um, and let's see what we've got. Oh, OK, right. It's Please Daddy Don't Get Drunk This Christmas by John Denver. It's a joyous one. Here we go, hang on. Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. Oh, beautiful. There's a mashup. It's a ballad mashup. Just like Okay, it's down, it's, it's down to it's down to me. All right, all right, calm down. It's down to Mr. Brian Poole, uh, one of Britain's greatest rock stars. Brian, John Denver, please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas, or She by Elvis Costello. Who's it going to be, sir? Uh, it's got to be She. Oh, I'm really sorry about that, Ian, but Rosie was always going to win. <laughs> Even now, <laughs> Even now, let's say uh, above the age of 45, Mr Brian Poole knows how to work a crowd, doesn't he? <laughs> Brian, you're a really good sport. We'll get you on again at some point, mate. Thank you so much. Thanks, Ian. Thank you very much indeed, and my mum will be over the moon again. Ro- Rosie? Yeah? Speak to you next Friday. OK. Ta-ta! Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. In Dunstable, there's been an accident on the A5 at the junction for the A505 involving two vehicles that's blocked in both directions at the moment. On the M1 northbound, it's very slow from Junction 11 for Dunstable because of the roadworks. And on the M25, it's slow anti-clockwise from Junction 17 for Maple Cross to 15 for the M4. The A10 southbound in Chestnut's looking very busy from the New River Trading Estate towards the M25 at Junction 25 for Enfield. And looking at the speed sensors on the A505 in Hitchin, that's looking slow as well, but there are no no problems or blockages at the moment. On the train departure boards, though, there is a 50-minute delay to the Luton to London St Pancras service at 7.57. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Anything, um, Sammy, on these um, toilet seats? I think, what is it, the A505? Oh, yeah, the A505 in Hitchin. So I said, it's looking quite slow on the speed sensors. That could be the toilet um, seats. Well, yeah, the reports and the text that there is the toilet seat. So I rang, I rang the CCTV operators, yeah. but they couldn't see any. OK, blockages. well, the, the police are looking into it, but they say they've got nothing to go on at the moment. Um, no, no, there is okay. nothing to go on. OK, well, thank no. you very much indeed, Sammy. Thank you, Brian. But what a nice bloke, Brian Paul, huh? He knows how to charm the ladies. 
BBC Three Counties Radio, 03459 455 555. These are your headlines on uh, Friday the 4th of September. I'm in Lee. These are your headlines. These are words. Residents are blockading parking spaces on their street in Bletchley to stop parents dropping their children off at school. Controversial plans to redevelop Midsummer Place Shopping Centre have been approved by Milton Keynes Council. And police have arrested a woman at Luton Airport who is believed to be taking her four children to Syria. Let's keep... Is she there this time? Speak to Justin. She's there. She's there. Okay, let's let's see. Let's see. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hello, very good morning to you. You there now, are you? Yeah. And are you gonna blame you gonna blame Kelly Betts again? No, it wasn't Kelly's fault. It was um it was the little box that I've got on my desk. Your little box was bust. Was yes, your little so box do you know what I did? I performed a very complex operation, Ian. I turned it off and no, I switched don't. it on again. Just, just one thing. I do think yes. you probably owe Kelly an apology. I'm on sorry, air. Kelly. I've already, I've already on apologized air. to her. On air. <laughs> good, sorry, good. Kelly. Okay, Kelly, do you accept that? You're welcome. Oh, okay, there we go. Let's, let's have she's the She's very weather. gracious, isn't she? Isn't so. she gracious? Which okay. is a shame because physically she's very ungracious. <laughs> constantly bumping into things and dropping things. But in, in, in terms of thought and deed, a very gracious lady is Ms Betts. Let's have the weather, please. OK, well, it's going to be a bit disappointing today, but it will cheer up for tomorrow. There's some good spells of brightness and sunshine, actually, at the moment across the three counties. But uh, always quite a lot of cloud, I think, for today. Coming and going, we'll see some showers as well. They'll probably start to pop up through the uh, through the middle part of the day. Late morning, first part of the afternoon. Most of them will be fairly light in nature. We could see the odd heavier one. It's still quite cool, particularly in exposure to that northerly wind and temperatures below average for the time of year. Um, so probably not much past around 15 or 16 degrees for most of us. Overnight tonight, the showers will fade away, but they will be replaced with quite a lot of cloud and um, a few outbreaks of drizzle into tomorrow morning. So put up with the cloud and the drizzle first thing, and then it will cheer up considerably for Saturday afternoon. Looks like we'll see some good spells of sunshine. It should stay dry, and temperatures will be a little bit warmer, a different air mass, just a different feel to things. Quite a chilly night, though, on Saturday into Sunday, possibly starting off the day with some mist patches on Sunday, but they'll go quite quickly. There will be some sunshine. It will feel nice and warm. Highs of around 18 or 19 degrees. There's the forecast in. Thank you, Elizabeth. Every weekday morning. Good morning, Jonathan. Morning. Do you think it's right to tell a million disabled people they should get off benefits and find a job? Have your say on today's big phone-in. People who are going to be in nuisance are going to be in nuisance regardless of whether they're thing to do. Is it true that people over the age of 65 drink far too much booze? The JVS Show fights for your rights and tackles your consumer problems. Waited and the receipt came out. But the cash didn't. It's become a problem of late because obviously the trees got bigger as we got here. We couldn't shut the French windows. It, it would appear that they'd buckled. I had a phone call from my daughter saying, if we don't get off the train, they're going to hand us over to the British Transport Police. The JVS Show, weekdays from nine on BBC Three Counties Radio. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. Okay, I would I would struggle to name one Foo Fighters song. I would, I would, in fact, no, I, even I, times like these. Well, particularly, I feel is a the bit one pressured. Called, like Everglow or Ever, Everlong, Everlong. It was flipping. I feel very pressured great. when I'm doing a show. So my would, dad um, asked me to go to that gig. He said, because my dad likes them. Mm. Went with my sister. They went last time and he said, come on, kid, I think we can get a bit closer to this lot. So they pushed, they, they ended up in the mosh pit. 
he got oh. all sorts all over his brogues oh. and um, they got some orange juice thrown at them. Hang on a minute. So apparently it was a good time. What one are you playing? Well, hang on a minute. You're, 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 you're... Be careful. No, no. Oh, caref- careful is my middle name. Uh, you, so you're telling me this is the this is the Foo Fighters? Nope. sound very sedate. <laughs> I do, don't I? I love it. Great tune. I could stand there with me, uh, not, not, me not lighters anymore, with your, your blooming phones, with your, your light on your phone. Have you seen they do that now? You have your torch on your phone on doing that. You know it'll be now, it's 2015. E-cigarettes. Oh. Have waving those in the air. <laughs> Wave your vapes in the air, guys. Tonight we're going to rock. Join along with me. And so that's the Foo Fighters. No, it's the okay. Foo Fighters song. Okay. I love it. Really dirty. Oh, very so grungy, that yeah. rock and roll mm, sound. Very, so. very dirty rock and roll sound. I don't know many of their tunes, but I do really like Dave Grohl. But I think that's a genetic thing, isn't it? Women are programmed to gravitate nah, towards he's, him. He's, he's, an, he's an OK drummer. He's got a busy mouth. He's a below average front man. <gasps> the Foo Fighters coming to Milton Keynes this weekend. Exciting, huh? Well, not unless uh, if you're uh, Toby Friedner or Paul Scoynes, who've both been offering offering tickets to the concert via the email system, so they're obviously not that bothered. But also, if you live in the surrounding area, it could be an absolute blooming nightmare. Uh, residents of South Thurston are apparently dreading this coming weekend with the possibility of noise, litter and parking chaos. But they're so gentle. Uh, Councillor Nigel Long has uh, been looking into this. Morning, Nigel. Good morning. So what, what are the main concerns? The problem we've got is that last time there was a concert there in July, and over many years, in fact, often people come to the concert, park their cars in the most inappropriate places that don't seem to care about the residents. And last time, particularly in July, there were loads of cars parked up Fable Drive and other parts of, of South Thursday. So it's about people not caring about the neighbours, caring about the community. And we want to make sure that this time, none of that poor parking takes place. There are also other problems, you know, people wandering around drunk and doing all sorts of horrible things, people taking drugs. The whole thing needs to be properly controlled and managed because the community shouldn't suffer from what should be a really excellent concert at the bar. What, what horrible things were the drunk people doing? Well, you know the sort of thing, peeing all over the place and all that sort of stuff and, and being very loud and, and just generally... But it, it's the Milton Keynes Bowl, whatever we're calling it, it this week. It's, it's a rock and roll venue. It's a great rock and roll venue. Bringing it's, business into, it's bringing business into Milton Keynes. We should be celebrating this fact. Of course, it's going to get a little bit noisy, but it's, they don't, how often do they have gigs? I think there are two things here. It's great that we've got the bar being used again on a regular basis, and it's good that we've got this really big band coming, and particularly Iggy Pop, I think. But at the same time, people need to behave themselves. You wouldn't. <laughs> Hang on a minute. You just said Iggy Wembley Pop's Arena. coming. You've just said Iggy Pop, and then people need to behave themselves. You, you know what Iggy Pop does? He parades around off his nut um, in a pair of see-through trousers. I think that if people were going to a concert in Wembley. The neighbouring community and the council there would expect them to behave properly, and I think we should expect people to behave properly in Milton Keynes. Park properly, treat the community with respect. It's about respect. People should go to the concert and enjoy it, but at the same time, that small minority you 
misuse the community, misuse things, they should be tackled and dealt with. There should be zero tolerance of, for example, drug taking and, and drunkenness. It just isn't acceptable in this day and age for people to behave in such a way. And it's not right that the residents that I represent should be on the receiving end of poor parking and of poor well, behaviour. I, I feel weird having a conversation about Iggy Pop and poor parking. It just seems like... You know, um, you know, rock and roll. Ki- How poor is this parking? Are they parking illegally? The parking last time in July, and then in fact in previous years, was absolutely horrendous, blocking up the whole road. Right, well then get the traffic wardens out, get some tickets out there. Well, that's what's happened, is that Beautiful. the council's listened to, listened to the residents and is actually closing off Fable Drive and actually controlling the, the roads around South Hurston in particular. And I welcome that, and I think that's good that the council... Get the traffic wardens out there, because then they get a bonus, you lot get a few quid, um, and people will perhaps park a bit more respectively. Everyone's happy. I think that that's partly right. It's partly that we need to do things properly, but it's also that in the past... The concerns of residents were not taken seriously enough. And I think it was wrong that particularly the residents of South Thurston and perhaps West Bletchley were not listened to. I think they've been listened ah, to more so you, this time. You're playing to, the, you're playing to the crowd? Well, I think I'm representing my community. Isn't that my job? To represent the community. And that's what I try and do all year round and try and do it well. Just, it just seems, though, um, the Milton Keynes Bowl has been accused of being underused. Now it's being used and a shed load of people are going to go and see the Foo Fighters and um, uh, Iggy Pop. And just to you know, park nicely, please don't, please don't get drunk. It just feels a bit... Full. Well, hold on a second. Last time I went to a rock concert, which was last year in London, I didn't go down to that venue and go around and get drunk and cause the community around who, that venue. Who did you go and see? I went to see Lara Parsini at the Royal Albert Hall. Well, I mean, come Nigel! European... Uh, that's not, okay, it's yeah. not really a rock concert, is it? Oh, I think it's very much a rock concert, and she's yeah. very much a premier rocker in Europe. Um, but I didn't misbehave when I went down no, there. I didn't uh, throw no, but, but there the would ground. be... Well, the Royal Albert Hall, is, I, I, with respect, is slightly different from, from Wembley uh, Arena and um, the Milton Keynes Bowl. Um, it, it's a slightly different act compared to Iggy Pop and the Foo Fighters. Um, and uh, you're not, you know, the major- you're not suggesting the majority. It's a, it's always a small minority. You didn't get boozed up and do a wee in an alleyway, but some people might have done. And it's a small minority, isn't it? Well, it's always everything in life is always a small minority. But let's say ten percent of people misbehave, and I, can't, I don't think. Where have you got many. that figure from? Still, well. I've just made that figure up. I know, and that figure, it, it could 1, be... 130,000 people. Yeah, but you just, you've literally... But no, you just made that up. It could be it could be 1%, it could be 0.1%, well, it could be 50%, okay, we don't know. Let's say it's 1%. That's still 1,000 people misbehaving. That's not acceptable. But and did... you shouldn't be encouraging bad <laughs> behaviour. You should be taking my stance. No, 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 sir. Two <laughs> things. One... <laughs> I'm not encouraging bad behaviour. Two, I don't take any man's stance. Uh, you know, I, I'm just, just, just saying. You know, it's sound, I'm not, not, I'm not encouraging anyone to do anything bad. And I would, you should really consider before you make accusations like that. Um, but you know, if people, if the worst, if it's drawing business into the area, and the worst is a few people are getting drunk and having a good time, really. I just think that when things are properly managed, which is what we've been pushing for, and roads are properly managed and areas are, are closed off, then, as we've now done, Brilliant. I think we can make sure the concert works much better. Remember, the concert organisers are making a lot of money out of this concert, as are the bands, and therefore some of that money should be used to make sure that the community what? doesn't suffer. What, the it's money the bands are that. making? 
Well, from the event, the event managers need to pump money back in to make sure that there is proper security, there is proper stewarding. But they will have proper, proper security. They always, but all of these events, again, Nigel, you, you, come on now. I'm not going to let you paint these people with a the, with the dirty brush. They, they will have proper stewarding. They will have proper event security. That, and that's, just... that's dangerous to suggest that they won't. Well, I think the point I'm making to you is that in the past it's not been good enough. And if you were a resident, say, of Fable Drive, you would have been horrified by the behaviour of some people and some of the parkers last time. And it's not fair on the residents. All I'm saying is that the thing needs to be managed properly and more effectively than before. Oh. And I think it is going to be managed more effectively than before because the local residents and the local councillors have kicked up a stink about Excellent. what happened in July. Well, let's keep our fingers crossed. Everyone has a good time and uh, everyone um, acts as responsibly as, as they can do. Nigel, I appreciate your time this morning. Thanks very much. Thank you. Cheers. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. In Dunstable, the A5 has been closed in both, both directions at the junction of the A505 because of an accident involving two vehicles. It's looking very slow in both directions on the speed sensors and it's also affecting West Street as well, eastbound between Tutton High Road and the High Street North as well. On the M25 anti-clockwise, it's slow between junction 16 for the M40 and 15 for the M4 and the A1 is slow southbound approaching the Black Cat roundabout. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much, Sammy, for your patience. It's appreciated. Thank you, Nigel. We're a little bit late for the news. More to come. But first of all, let's get the news with Lee. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's eight o'clock. The headlines. Residents of Bletchley blockading their street. Plans agree to rebuild a shopping centre in Milton Keynes and a woman heading for Syria arrested at Luton Airport. BBC Three Counties Radio. A group of residents in Bletchley are blockading parking spaces in their street to stop parents dropping off their children. People living in Saffron Street say a nearby school has been getting bigger, bringing even more traffic to their quiet road. Peter Kewling from Water Eaton Residents Association says that fed up with the situation. We have pictures of where they park, legally parked, on pathways where prams can't get past and everything like that. We have actually got pictures of it. If it's not residents parking there, we, um, we can't actually get down the street. Campaigners say they want the government to call in plans to redevelop Midsummer Place shopping centre in Milton Keynes. Owners into were given permission to rebuild the site last night, but opponents say it means the loss of public space that had been earmarked for a possible tramway in the future. However, Shelley Peppard from Into denies that's the case. People will be able to walk through the centre 24 hours a day. If the council want to put a transport link in in the future, that is absolutely possible. We are leaving a really big gap for that to happen in the future. We've got a very good balance between the things that people are very passionate about in Milton Keynes, and they should be, and moving forward. A woman who was thought to be travelling to Syria with her four children has been arrested at Luton Airport. 33-year-old Zahira Tariq was reported missing from her home in London. She was stopped in Turkey on suspicion of abducting the children who are now in the protective care of police. David Cameron's expected to announce that more Syrian refugees will be allowed into the UK. The Prime Minister is facing growing pressure to do more. The former Labour Home Secretary, David Blunkett, wants to see a big increase in the number accepted by Britain. I think we have a moral obligation, if we're going to lecture others and wring our hands, to say that the kind of figure that we should take 
over, say, a six-month period organised with the United Nations High Commission in the region of 25,000 refugees, a fraction of what the Germans are taking. In sport, Britain's Andy Murray survived a scare at the US Open but beat the unseeded Frenchman Adrian Manorino. Afterwards, he admitted he'd been worried. I felt like if I could have got a break in, in that first or the, the second set at the right, the right time, that might be able to relax and, and play a little bit better. But as those sort of break chances were slipping away, you know, you start to, to feel a little bit more tension and got the break at the beginning of the third and relaxed a little bit after that and started to play better. Joanna Conters also threw to the third round, but Wellin's Aliash Bedene lost in four cents to the American Donald Young. The weather, mostly dry with sunny spells today, but with the chance of a shower in places. Top temperatures just 15 degrees Celsius, 59 degrees Fahrenheit. You can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Thank you, Lee. <laughs> I just spat biscuit. Where'd it go? Ah, oh, we never I never take another man's stance, I mean. <laughs> oh, here comes another biscuit, thank you. Um, <laughs> I'll just see what you've written. Oh, God. If you, so hang on, I, I, where is, I've never been to the Milton Keynes Bowl uh, for a concert, so the, what, what's the area that Nigel was, was banging on about? Well, it's kind of on, it's not in a massively built up area, but I suppose if there's a concert on, you'd know about it. Yeah. But then again, you also know about the bowl before you move in. Who was the person, who was the rock and roll star he went to see at the Royal Albert Hall, that, that greatest of rock venues? She's the um, the um, European rocker, Lara Pausini. Can I, can we go, can you Google Lara Pausini? I already have. She doesn't look like she'd cause you a lot of trouble okay. parking-wise. Okay, you, you know what, you know Iggy Pop, yeah? I'm aware you know, of his you work. Know, you know Iggy Pop, yeah? I mean, he's clean now, but back in the day... I'm not condoning it, but he is one of the... He was one of the druggiest, dirtiest rock stars. He, he, he performs his um, hits... I am a passenger. ...whilst wearing transparent trousers and no pants, no pants. <laughs> I don't think it would be an exaggeration to say he is the wild man of rock. <laughs> Lara Pausini, however, has lovely glossy hair. <laughs> put, that, put that into you in the podcast, it made me laugh. Uh, well, 10%, where are you getting those figures from? I just made it up. I... <laughs> you should be taking my stance. Who just trod on a mouse then? It's me. It's me giggling. Who just trod on my puppy then? Sorry. Because that's the noise she makes when you tread on her. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't do it deliberately. I was doing the washing up. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyway, right. Um, I, I want to find a resident of that area who's really excited that the Foo Fighters and Iggy Pop are playing. That's, that's what I want. Can we find someone who lives near the Milton Keynes Bowl who's going, what? They're too busy putting the bins on the end of their drives. <laughs> this is brilliant. But I don't, under- I don't understand. Hang on. Across Have you noticed? Beds, hearts and bucks. This Bletchley is again. BBC Three Counties Radio. Because if there's... If they're sorting out, if, if Nigel has sorted out the, the problem with the, the, the parking, because they're going to be roadblocks and stuff like that. It's already sorted then. Then it's sorted. But he's just going to give everyone a little bit of a telling off before they go out and have fun. What do these drunk people do, you know? <laughs> what? They doing... wee all over the place. Well, listen, I've, I wee in a car park. I've got a thing for it. Uh, why don't you, so, so you're going to, um, what about pubs on a Saturday night? You know, drunk, drunk people. You know, I would suggest the percentage of drunk people coming out of, staggering out of pubs is higher than those staggering out of the uh, MKB. Well, he also said they, they were loud. <laughs> oh, man alive. It, it, it really is. I mean, uh, to, to, to be honest, and I, I, I think I've got this right. 
Um, have I got this right, that this is one of the songs the guys are going to be... Um, Oh, my computer's frozen. This is one of the songs that the guys are going to no. be playing. No, no I, think I can this already is tell you. No, no, this is one of the songs the guys are going to be playing. <laughs> Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. Great message. I don't want to see my mama cry. So this is from an album, right? Of, of sanitary warnings. <laughs> I like John Denver. I, got, I, I, got, I really think John Denver has been hard done by by um, uh, music criticism and fashion. Because I think he's brilliant. Right? Absolutely brilliant. But then you go and buy his album Rocky Mountain Christmas. Well, you kind of know what you're going to get, though, don't but, you? But the, I mean, just, just listen. Here we go. Now I'm almost eight, as you can see. He does look about eight. <laughs> you came home the quarter. Late. He shouldn't have been up. Fell down underneath Now, I mean, come on, guys. All together now, please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. I don't want to see my mama cry. She should just join in. Here we go. Oh, oh, his little wave in his voice. <laughs> Here we go. Well, here's the payoff. Here's the payoff. No, he's just repeating it. Who does? Who does? John Denver, they're using the uh, country music standard four chords and the truth. <laughs> dearie, dearie me. So that, that, that's one of the songs that we played. We'll be playing more of the songs uh, that you could hear if you're going to that rock and roll concert at the MKB throughout the, uh, the show. Posh Damon's got an excellent suggestion on Twitter. Oh, yeah. He says, if the organisers of the Foo Fighters concert simply served tea and squash, a lot of these problems would disappear. There we go, you see. I've uh, just done something to my computer, which means it's... Imp- oh, there we go. We're back in. Right, OK, let's crack on with this. A group of residents uh, in Bletchley are so fed up with parents parking on their road to drop off their kids, they're creating a blockade with their cars. Residents of Saffron Street say the Premier Academy Primary School has been getting steadily bigger and bringing with it increasing traffic to their quiet road. However, the school argues that the stunt is dangerous and is putting children's lives at risk. Well, Shirley Rolfe is a local councillor on Bletchley and Fenny Stratford Town Council and joins me now. Morning, Shirley. Good morning. Where do you stand on parking issues like this? Um, well, it's it's a school that was built in the 50s for 250 children, and now there's 600 children going in there. Fantastic. Plus two nurseries, plus the teachers. Isn't that fantastic? We had buildings done there on restrictions that he wouldn't open evenings and weekends. He's had that lifted. Fantastic. Have had isn't it isn't it great, Shirley, that a school is so successful, it's expanding, no, it's it's educating the kids, uh, the adults of tomorrow, the leaders of tomorrow, and it even offers after school and weekend activities to make sure those kids are well looked after. Fantastic. It, it might sound to you fantastic, but will you go and live in that area, my dear, and see the, the chaos in the morning that people cannot get off their drive to go to work? People drive, uh, um, park on their drives, across their drives. We've, uh, they, it, it would be nice if it was just to walk to school, then there would be no problem. But people are at the catchment area. Yeah, I, I, you, Shirley, you know, uh, you, sorry to interrupt, but I guess, I guess you know that because the, 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 there aren't enough schools, that um, they're having to I spread their... That, they're, 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 I'll finish. They're having to spread their catchment areas wider and wider, aren't they? So that's, that's why kids can't walk to, feasibly walk to school anymore. Well, I'm just saying, it's a school that was built in the 50s, don't forget, in a small area. And it's thriving. And the area's, it's thriving. It's, it, it, 
It might be five at thing, but you imagine nearly um, there's 600 kids going there, plus two nurseries, plus teachers going in that one way in and one way out. Where should they it's go? It's a nightmare. Where's... I wish people go down and see who passes okay. all these... Um... Where, sh- where should they go? Pardon? Well, I think the government should buy more schools. Come on. You, if you, I wish you'd go and see that area and what, what the poor people have to the, put up every morning the government, while the kids are at school. The government should have to buy more schools just so that you can park no, properly. No, no, that's not you're, not... you're not getting in my argument, dear. We, the people living there are having that done every morning. They cannot... I can't get out on my road in the morning because we've got two schools in our roads, in our area, don't forget. We cannot get out. There's two... We've asked Mr Harris to have a meeting... But all okay. he wants is one to one. He doesn't mind. He all he does. Okay. Is well, I'm getting a lot of beef with Mr. Harris. He's not here. So why you just 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 talk, just talk to me? So you're you have you got kids? No, I'm. I my children have grown up, and we didn't have so, cars in be, our days. So that's s- beside the point. Well, no, it's no, it's not beside the point. It's actually it very is. much. No, it, 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 I'll decide what's beside the point. So you you you've got kids. They went to school, yeah. I've got grandkids that go to school. Right. Okay. So, you're great. and how how do you how, how do your grandkids get to school? They walk to school, do they? Uh, yes, my grandkids do walk to school. Okay. And how old are they? I've got uh, one of two of sixteen, one of fourteen, and one's nineteen. Okay. And when they were what five, six, seven, eight, they all walked to school, yeah? Yes, they did. They all walked. Your hand on your yes, heart. You're not lying to me, are you, Shirley? Pardon. Your hand on your heart. Yes. They all walked to school. Yeah, they walked to school. Yeah. And they walked back from school. More or less, yes. More or less? Well, occasionally if it rained, mother, if mother wasn't working... If it rained? Oh, you have an argument with me because of my grandkids. If I it rained? No, I'm just are. saying... Excuse just... me, my, my, my... Yes, my love. I don't know what her name is. You're making me us feel bad that a school... I'm not making you feel bad. You're doing you that are. to yourself. You're, You're doing that to yourself. You're making me feel bad about my children because my children walk to work. They are grown up and they walk to work when they were... Okay. Walk to school. But sometimes there was a car involved. You just um, said no, not most of the time. No, they walk to it. Walk well, you to just it. said that they used a car sometimes. Okay, what I'm saying is, rain, what I'm saying is, rain, yeah. yeah, but not every single day, every no. day, morning and, and um, some of these uh, kids, some of these kids live miles away. How are they supposed to get to school, Shirley? You'll make it, but yeah, but if you you go into the area, it's not fair on those residents. Oh, well, but then we need to come up with a solution. So some of those kids live miles away. How are they supposed to get to school, Shirley? Well, I have a place to drop off and let them walk to work. But it's, if if there was an accident up that road, yeah, we wouldn't. They would not be able to get up. there. Has and there been an accident? Point, it proved a point. There was an accident, and an ambulance couldn't get up there. A fire engine couldn't get up there. Okay. Nobody could get up that road. Okay. So you've got to think of. Two sides for the children's sake. Well, if somebody, little kid, got did knock over, how many or fire engine could not get to them? How many kids have been knocked over? Um, pardon. How what many? Is, how many kids have been knocked over? Um, one or two. When? When in Hunter Drive, got on the corner. When was that? Oh, a few years ago. Okay, so 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 how long ago? I don't know. In I'd the last ten get... years, t- uh, ten years more than... about four, three or four years ago. Okay, so now but you're it's got so much so bigger now. So the re- two schools in our it's not just one. There's two schools. Do you imagine? So you, I know yeah. kids have got education. I agree with you, Mark. But it, it's a pat. My name's my name's mind. Ian. My name's Ian. Hello, Ian. Sorry. Hello, Shirley. You're right, love. Now, so you, so to 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 prove your point, the re- you're endorsing the residents blocking the street themselves. Well, it's it's just a, a what if an ambulance? What if what if there's a fire at the end of it? 
you just listen to me. He had a re- he had the building and had a restriction that he could have all these buildings done by Milton Keynes Council. He had a restriction. Yeah, and it was lifted. So, so, but now he's got it lifted. So yeah. now he so can leave deal with weekends it. and things. Well, they didn't mind that, but now the restrictions, they're going to have the same problem evenings and weekends. That's what they're complaining about. Well, you, you won't have quite the same problem because there won't be as many kids evenings and weekends yeah. and there won't be as many teachers. Well, that's a fact. So you're endorsing the residents blocking their street. What if there's a fire at the end of the street? How's the fire engine going to get through? Well, you could get there with any guy. So, if, so, if, so, if you're, so you're endorsing... If the residents didn't do that, it still would happen. They wouldn't be able to get up in any but case. So, so, if someone, so someone could die because of the residents' blockade. No, that sounds, seems, me, seems very petty, excuse Shirley. Excuse me, Ian. Yes, I'm Shirley. I'm sorry, but you've got the right here. It would happen without them doing that. The road is that so, bad. You're right. So it doesn't matter who's blocking it. No, it would Putting lives at risk. If, no, if we didn't do it. So we've only done it twice, and we just had enough of what's going on. Well, they have. I, I'm the town council, and I represent the people, and I'm trying to help them. I've been at the school with Milton Keynes Council. Lots of the Milton Keynes Council do not live in the area, but they pass all the, all the things what they can do. I'm not saying you shouldn't have a school. You're right. You do need, need education. You're right. But the volume in there, in the small area it is, your must be a beef, point. Your beef is, uh, I, may I humbly suggest is with the wrong people. Who? Your, your beef is with the wrong people. Why, why are the wrong people? For some reason, the gentleman we spoke to earlier in you, you, you seem to have a personal problem with the headmaster. I when think I, he, he... Excuse me, I think he's got a, a thing against us. He no, he... Oh, no Shirley. Meeting. No, he hasn't. He's not got a thing against you. You, you, you do not know. Shirley. I, I tried to get Shirley. No, I Shirley. tried to get to the town council and he will Shirley. not come. He will not come to any Shirley. meeting. Sorry, you, you might have his, his Shirley. point of view. No, 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 no. I've not got his point of view. You but, have. No, Shirley. He's never come to any meeting. Shirley. Calm down, dear. Now, listen. You've got a th- you've got a thing against he hasn't got a thing against you. He's got a thing for his children that he's responsible for. He wants the best. I'm assuming most headmasters and headmistresses do. He wants the best for all the kids he's representing. Now, instead of being angry and focusing your anger at the head teacher, I, I suggest you you focus your beam, your anger, your uh, fury on the council. And uh, try and get them to put um, either double yellow lines or permit holders in those streets that are affected. That's a good idea. Go on, it, you it, do, do it, but they, they don't do it. No, well, I'm not going to do it. I don't live there. Well, I've not got a problem with it. You, you, there's so much the, the anger that I'm not angry. I've been doing this a long time, Ian, to be oh, honest. You must be tired. I've been doing it 12 years. Yeah. And a lot of the time I've been up to school, he's been allowed to do it by a, a great big sports hall. Brilliant. These loads. are brilliant yeah, things. We should be, yeah, we yeah, should yeah, be uh, celebrating uh, it, Shirley. We should be celebrating it. Because no, I bet, I bet you're the same person that moans when you see kids hanging outside a shop. Or when no, you see kids I, just hanging, sitting on a wall outside someone's house. No, you're not being nice to me. No, but I bet you are. You are. These... You're making me is sound it, bad it, for it, fighting for the residents. If if if, if, a, if an MP fought for their care or an MP council, I've, I've, the people voted me in to put on their side. I only I've tried for years. It's not just now, my dear, but you imagine how much problem in that area you need to it, let it, it go it, it was built for 12 now you need to let it go it, you don't you don't you, you're, you're 12 years shirley 12 years 
You've been fighting this. No, I haven't. We should be celebrating the fact that this school oh, has got a new sports you, you, hall. You're, you're, you're just don't, if you go, I wish you'd live in the area. And then, I don't and live in the area. Time. I if live in my area. And I celebrate. In the morning, so you could That's get out of order. Drive, what that, would you do? And you that is out of work. order. I would block my drive with the bin so they couldn't. Well, they still do it. No, they, they do that, it. I would block my drive with the bin. Well, well, they um, they do it, and we, you, you, they park on the drive. I would block my drive with the bin. Have even the, the parents sitting on people's lawns, waiting people, for the kids to come out of Parents the, uh, sat on the lawns. Garden. You've had, there's not just certain things, um, Ian, Ian, it's been gone a long time, and I don't blame the residents. They've kept quiet all this lot, right, and they've done yeah. it twice, and then this has happened. It hasn't, and, and, and we do need the school, and I, I, I wish it, it, it would stay at a, a smaller... But that's not the world. The world isn't like that. There are more and more kids. This is great. It's got a sports hall. Uh, We've got an obesity. We've got fat kids. You, 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 just, you just you don't see... It. There's two sides to a story, and you've taken no, one side. No, I'm not... T- Listen, uh, if people... Up, I'm sorry, that's no, my Shirley, point of view. No, Shirley, it is your point of view, and it's, it's incorrect. I'm not, ang- I'm not... I'm not... I'm just... If this is you not angry. I've been fighting for this 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 right. thing, and we've been to Milton Keynes Council, well, and they just allow. And apparently, because his academy, Milton Keynes Council doesn't have much to do about it anymore. It's a, a money making thing. He likes to make money because it's a, a business now. It's well, then here's a great way. What you what I, my suggestion? Listen, if people are parking on driveways, that's out of order. If teachers are parking there and there are no parking restrictions, well, then that's I'm afraid that's the way of the world. We've all parked. We've all parked in people's streets before now. I suggest that you forget the headmaster because he's not going to. It would appear he's not going to talk to you, and I don't know why. And that must be very frustrating. Let that frustration go. <laughs> Speak, speak to the council, try and get residence permits there, or double yellow lines, because then that would solve the problem, wouldn't it? It wouldn't, because the people park, they park on double yellow lines. Well, then, up there, but the parents then, still park on double yellow lines. Right. Well, of, nobody can do anything about it, because police can't do anything about it, and there's no, only traffic wardens who stop people on double yellow lines. So it's a waste of time. It's there. There's double yellow lines out the school, and they park on it. OK. So, and they park uh, all down the street, so people are um, on one of the roads that so people have problems getting out there. Thing. It goes on constantly. It's not just the mornings, my dear. I, I know you might think, I'm not really, I just would like the frustration if you just stop the school, that's it. No more children going in. But that's Stay not going to happen. Isn't, that isn't going to happen. So you need to come up with know, an alternative plan. You need, well, then know, you need to I, let I, that I fight go and you need to come up with a different plan of attack then. Well, how can you 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 tell us what we're going to do then, Ian? Come on, you tell us. Ask the, the residents what to do to stop that. I know it's okay. a school. We need a school, and it's good if it, it is yep. for the children. Yep. I agree. It, it, with schools you. are good for children. But, yes, but it's the agro around it. The school's right. fine, but the people who live around there are not happy. Right. So you, they got to live with that. It's not fair on the residents. No, it's not fair. They have to pay rates. And, and, and I think so. That's why it's, it's two sides. And 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 I. It know must really gore you. Some of your money's going to that school. That's right. It's yeah. not fair. Ian, it isn't fair. To be is honest, it? I'm not angry. I'm just frustrated for the years I've fighted for it, and it was promised by them not to get but more. But that's. But you, surely, those changes, those restrictions have been lifted. Those I changes think. have been made. You have to accept that. That school's going to get bigger. 
Well, I, I and as someone who believes in um, all kids having a good and fair education and access to sporting facilities and weekend facilities and after-school clubs, I applaud that. That doesn't diminish the uh, your, that doesn't diminish the frustration that you are feeling. But I suggest you just need to just you focus on the headmaster and the school expansion. I suggest you just move that focus over ever so slightly. Well, I, I'm just, I, I let the residents, I've backed off. I used to be the chair, but I've backed off. It's, I've, I've done so much over the years. We've had Milton Keynes Council people there, and one of them said it is a nightmare, and what could you do about it? Because he's allowed to do what he wants. He doesn't matter. It's he could surely... have a million people in there, and nobody could do nothing about it. He could have a million well, people in there. Well, I'm that's not saying, true. I'm just being facetious over Well, let's not be, be facetious over it. Listen, you, 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 why have you... If we stay as it is, yes. no more pupils in there, because there's Surely, surely, that's not going to happen. It's going to grow. You need to change your focus because it's going to grow. Well, if you spoke to him, I suppose you have. Yeah, he was going to come on and now he's not coming on. Pardon? He was he's... going to come on and now yeah. he's not coming on. I'm just saying that we've, uh, he's, he's, he's going to make it sound good. I know the kids need no. education. You're he's... right. But the, the, the small place, a, 50, a, a school in the small area, children in time won't have a playground to play in because there's no room in there. A lot of schools don't have playgrounds, unfortunately. Although they have tiny playgrounds and no playing fields. It's sad, isn't it? That's really sad. Well, I'm just saying, so you say a point. You, your kids can't play out in the summer, in, 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 the, in, in the play area. But it has got, it has got a playground. So but that's again. You, well, but it has got a playground, and now it's got a wicked sounding sports hall as well. We know, we know about you. Don't tell me, it's the biggest one in Milton Keynes, I think. Oh, this is surely this isn't something to be said. That school's got the biggest sports hall in Milton Keynes. That's fantastic. Again. Oh, okay. I thought you were being serious then. No, 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 not being. Serious. No, I'm, well. I'm just thinking that whatever I say or do over the years. For, for the residents, not because I'm not too bad because I don't live in that area, but I've been there and I've seen it. It, it. It's not only in the school, it's the roads around us because we've got lots of more buildings going up and the roads in the morning, you can't get out. The road, I can't go to the doctors in the morning because I can't get out my road. It's that bad. What are you going to go I, to the I doctors for? You're right. Pardon? What are you going to the doctors for? You're right. No, I'm not. OK, well, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. And I hope the doctor sorts it out. I'm just saying that I cannot get out my road. A lot of people cannot get out their road in the mornings when the school's there. Because there's not just one school in this area, there's two schools. That's why. So, we don't so what, you, what, you drive? You're driving to the doctors here? Of course I have to drive to the doctors. Okay. Where, where do you park I'm when you go to the doctors? Pardon? In, 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 in Bletchley. OK. So you, you don't, you, you're taking one side, but you do, I no, understand. You no, have. No, no, no. Making me feel bad. No, well, if, I'm have, not. Like, listen, I'm if you sorry, feel bad, Ian, no, it's all right. I accept your apology. If you're feeling bad, no, 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 Shirley. If you're feeling bad, I apologise. No, you've made me feel. Bad. No, 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 no. I haven't done that. That's not possible. Because I'm being, I'm, I'm, I'm angry over it. I'm well, not. I'm just frustrated for okay. all the well, frustration and anger are very similar. Because uh, I've worked, I tried hard for the residents. Okay. If you're, because if, they got to live with it every day. Okay. I uh, and other people around that area have to live with it. Okay. And if nobody seems to uh, understand what no. the residents go through. It's just if, for the school. Okay. That's all they're worried about. That school can have what they want, okay. do what they like, yeah. but the residents have to put up if, with it. That's if, what I'm saying. If you're feeling bad, I'm sorry that you feel bad. Yeah. 
I've not made you feel bad. You've made yourself feel bad. No, you, 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 you could... No one can make anyone well, else I'm feel bad. We do it to I'm ourselves. I'm angry. I'm frustrated of all Well, the there's a very fine line, here. isn't there, between anger and frustration? And it's difficult. I'm not angry. No, I, I, no angry. I didn't say you were angry just then, Shirley. There you is a very no, not just then. Anger. I didn't. You said put your anger somewhere else. Okay, uh, then then I apologise for that. Let me rephrase it. Put your frust- Let go of your frustration. It's just that it, it's just I just feel sorry for the the people that voted me in. I try to fight for their side, and I can't do nothing. I've stood around the school. I've had pe- people from Middle King's Council, and he's just allowed to do what he he wants. So that's, you know, I have backed off. I don't do hardly anything. The residents do it Is it true, Shirley, that planning permission has been granted for the school to have two entrances? Yes. So people could go in one road, drop kids off in the school grounds, exit from another road. Is that true? Yeah, it has been. Why has no one? Why has no one told me? Why, why, did, why have you and my last guest not mentioned that the school have come up with a solution for this problem? Yeah, but did you realise what, what's going to happen, though? Why is no one... Why is no one... It goes through the school grounds yeah. and goes out to a main road right. where, where, where there's lots of businesses. It, it, of course, it's the same problem. He's tried, yeah, you're right. So he's what tried... Is, so he's come up... This fella, this demon headmaster... Oh, I've come just on, here we go. I've just had this from a text, right? And I'm really surprised that you and my previous guest didn't say, well, he won't talk to us, but he's come up with a solution... So he's, do, he's come up with a solution to ease the parking on those side roads. I heard what you're saying. I know. Yeah, you're all right. Thanks for your time, Shirley. Th- thank you, Ian. Thank you, Shirley. OK, bye. Bye-bye. Thank you, anonymous texter. Text there. Regarding the school... Planning permission has been granted for the school to have two entrances. You go in one road, drop the kids off in the school grounds, exit in another road. Both callers will be aware of this. So the headmaster... And do you know what? It's frustrating he won't talk to them. It's a little bit out of order. But, if that's true, he's come up with a solution and neither of the guests that we had... Mentioned it. ...decided to mention that, and yet they both knew about it. Isn't that interesting? I do think... And thank you, Shirley. And some people saying... um, uh, you're rude to everyone. Um, why does Ian believe patronising someone with genuine concerns is good radio? If you give me, if you give me an example of the patronisation, I'd, I'd, I'd love to read that. Um, uh, uh, so, um, there are some people I think they enjoy being angry. Shirley wasn't angry; she, she made that clip. But She's they, they, they enjoy they enjoy their frustration. They may not know they enjoy it, but their frustration is what gives them. Um, purpose, it gives them reason to get out of bed, it, it kind of drives them. This is also built up over a number of years. I don't think it's all about this. Brian, Ian, why are you such a moron? Says Brian, why don't you go? Because I've just re-signed a new contract. Um, I'm so glad I don't turn my radio on before 9am. You're so rude to everyone. How does he know then? Uh, by the way, I was run over on the way home from this school and that was 60 years ago. <laughs> oh, Pat, do you know what, mate? Get over yourself. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. The A4.
Hillside and Dunstable is closed in both directions at the junction for the A505 and that's causing delays from Hills Road. In Dunstable as well, West Street's looking very busy between Tut and High Road and the High Street North. In High Wycombe it's looking slow on the speed sensors on the Amersham Hill and the A404 and also Amersham Road as well southbound in Beaconsfield is busy between Longbottom Lane and the A40 London Road. On the A421 southbound in Kings Langley just before the M25 at Junction 20 there are queues building up and it's busy too in Watford on Exchange Road in both directions. If you're using the London Underground today, the Bakerloo line has no service at Paddington. You can't get on or off the trains there because of the problem with the escalators. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's half past eight, I'm Lee Agnew. The headlines, a group of residents in Bletchley are blockading parking spaces in their street to stop parents dropping off their children at a nearby school. People in Saffron Street say parents have been parking in their driveways. Developers have been given permission to rebuild the Into shopping centre in Milton Keynes. Campaigners say it means the loss of public space and are calling for a judicial review. And people living near the MK Bowl are bracing themselves for two concerts by the Foo Fighters this weekend. Residents of South First and are unhappy about the possibility of noise, litter and bad parking. The weather will be mostly dry with sunny spells but with the chance of a shower in places. Top temperatures just 15 degrees Celsius, 59 degrees Fahrenheit. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Wales have moved a step closer to qualifying for Euro 2016 after a 1-0 win against Cyprus. Gareth Bale's second half header means a win against Israel on Sunday will see them qualify for a major tournament for the first time since 1958. It'll probably be the best thing that, that we've achieved. It's something that I don't even think we've, we've properly qualified before ever. So, um, yeah, if we can get across the line, it will be an amazing, amazing thing, not just for, for us, but the whole nation and whole of Welsh football. Luton Town will be without Cameron McGeehan and Paddy McCourt for tomorrow's trip to Cambridge. Paul Benson's a doubt with a neck injury and Hatter's manager John Still says defender Scott Cuthbert is also doubtful after picking up an injury in the midweek win against Leighton Orient. What happened, it cramped up and he thought it had gone. So we took him straight off. Yeah, it might be all right Saturday, but he just cramped up. He said, I've just, as he's round the wall to me, I've just got to turn my body and I couldn't move my leg. But he, 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 um, he hasn't trained today. But he might be all right, yeah. Stevenage take on Plymouth and the Borough could give a debut to midfielder Connor Smith who's on loan from Watford. Stevenage boss Teddy Sheringham says he's needed. Very hard work, he gets about the pitch, good on the ball and hopefully he can keep things ticking over for us in midfield. So I uh, thought, thought it was important to, to not put that pressure on anyone else to, to play that role. He's played at a higher level so he, he, uh, he should know what it's all about at, at our level. So uh, hopefully he'll be a good addition to us. Wickham play Hartlepool while in the Vanarama National, Boreham Wood host Grimsby. In tennis, Britain's Andy Murray is through to the third round of the US Open, but Wellin's Aliash Bedanay lost in four sets to the American Donald Young. BBC Three Counties News and Sport, more at nine o'clock. This is Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. I've counted, I've stopped counting at five. Five Texas accusing me of being patronising. Can you tell me where I was patronising? Was it when I said, calm down, dear? Because if it was that, that was simply because she'd called me dear, I don't know, half a dozen times from the start of the interview. Isn't it interesting? 
I, I genuinely believe, and again, this is Nick this from Boy, but I genuinely believe when someone comes on the radio, unless they have some form of, and I'm not saying this to be, to be rude, unless they have some form of, of um, uh, learning disability or difficulty communicating, I believe, or, or, or I believe in speaking to everyone exactly the same. And you'll notice when we get eight-year-old kids on, I'll speak to an eight-year-old the same way I, you know, speak to a 50-year-old the same way I speak to a 70-year-old. I don't, hello, little boy. Hello, are you all right? Don't do any of that. I don't do it with old people because that's patronising. So I treated her with the same uh, questioning that I would have would have would have treated anyone. Um, if anything, she was patronising to me, but I don't mind it. I'm just bringing that up because people are accusing me of being patronising. And um, thank you to whoever texted that in. We have our suspicion to it, mate. Whoever texted that in that actually the school has come up with a solution that they will be employing at some point. Both of our guests knew about it, and yet neither wanted to mention it. I just think that's interesting, isn't it? Um, let's go to Mick first. Morning, Mick. Morning. What have you got for us, Mick? Uh, well, the chap that probably... Well, I'd say chap, it probably... But I think I'm suspicious that the chap that um, uh, got in touch with you might have even been the headmaster because he does didn't it come and talk to you. He never had, he never it, had the courage of his convictions to come and see you. Does it matter? Who, 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 uh, does, don't interrupt. I haven't finished yet. Um, don't be rude. Uh, does it matter? Uh, Ian, Ian. No, no, no. no. Ian, you've, you've raised the Ian, point, Mick. Does it matter Ian, who... Do, Ian. Mick, Please. does it matter who sent Ian? that text him? Ian? Does you it matter who sent that text him? Ian? Are you finished? Does it you're matter who... Me, does it matter... Ian? Ian? Does it matter? Ian? Does it matter? It does matter because he hadn't got Why? the his convictions to come and see you. Does it matter... And the so solution it... he came up with was not put into practice, was it? No. It, Why? It, it, that you, tell me why. Did if you tell you why? If you, if you calm down, Mick, I'll tell you why. No, I haven't calmed down. I'm, I don't like being interrupted. I don't, I, don't, I don't like rude people who... Doing it, Ian, Ian, I don't like rude people who don't listen Ian, and don't understand facts. Ian, <laughs> Go on, Ian. then. You, you carry on, then, Mick. Go on. Right. Did he put the solution into practice? And if not, why? Was it more dangerous? Tell me when this question ends. Let me know when. Let me know when there's the question mark so that I can answer it. Because you, 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 it's, it's just like one long. Well, because you're asking a three-pronged question. I wonder how many prongs there'll be in this question. But carry on, Mick. Go on. Three-pronged. It was one. It wasn't put into practice, and was it not put into practice because it was more dangerous by driving through the playground to go out the other entrance and going out onto a main road where it would cause traffic congestion, perhaps more accidents. Um, Has this question got an end, Mick? Because we finish at nine o'clock. Well, if you didn't keep interrupting... I've not interrupted you for 30 seconds. I'm just waiting for the question so I can answer it. Give me the question. One question. Go. The question is, then people should walk walk their children to work... That's not a question. Go back to the question... They wouldn't get fat. That's... They wouldn't have to build a sports hall. That's not the question. Go back. You're, you're, you're going on, Mick. You're going on to a second point. Go back to the question because you can do this. I, I've got faith go in on you, then, Mick. Go on. Well, I don't know what the question is, Mick. You've well, gone from you've gone from you've gone from talking about a text to talking about fat kids. I'm confused. Go back the to the question. The question is why wasn't that put into practice? What he come up with? Okay. Is that the end of the question? Have is I heard a question mark? Why wasn't it put into no. practice? Okay. So, so so that is a question. Can you understand that? Just give me it one more time because I'm not sure I've got it. Right. He come up with a solution, but yeah. it wasn't put into practice. Now, why? If this bloke was No, so no, sure stop! That the... that, you had a question? Yeah, go on then. So, it was put in... He came up with a solution. Why wasn't it put into practice? That's yeah. the question. Yeah. Okay. You don't have to keep repeating it. The people well, I, 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 no, I do, because I, I must be being dumb this morning, Mick, because I'm, I'm just... No, just, you're not. You're, you're being bless you. facetious now. You're, you're very kind. OK. Because the school's been granted planning permission... 
You know how it works, don't you? So you come yeah, up with an on. idea. Don't interrupt me, because it's rude. You come up with an idea of how to improve a situation for your neighbours. That involves a little bit of structural change. You have to apply for pa- planning permission, OK? So you can't act on that until you've got the planning permission. The school's got the planning permission. Sounds like a great system. You drive through the school, you drop the kids out, drink kids off, you come out a different entrance, no parking in the streets. So they've got the planning permission. They're going to put that into practice at some point. Next question. I don't think it'll happen. Well, Mick, that's... me back later on at a different date and apologise because it won't happen because they will not Mick, let them Mick, drive through a I school will... where there's children. And well, you know full well that No, I don't. Won't. Mick, 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 right. Mick. You're talking out your bum. Because no, they've, got, they've got planning permission, so that means it would have been um, health and safety assessed. They won't be driving through the playground. They'll have worked it all out so that it is a safe, efficient programme. Why, well, why do you struggle with that? I am struggling with it, but why hasn't it been put into practice then? Because they've only just got planning permission, Mick, and it takes a little bit of time. When did they get the planning permission? I haven't got a clue. What's interesting, what's more interesting... Oh, right, is so the you both, might just be What's more interesting... What's more... Don't interrupt, Mick, it's rude. What's more interesting is that both our guests knew yeah. about that. They knew that this evil, nasty headmaster had applied for planning permission that would help ease the situation. And yet neither... Let me finish, Mick. And yet neither of them chose to mention it. Isn't that interesting? No, it's not. Thanks for your call, Mick. 03459 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Oh, I've missed this. Oh, I've missed this. Let's do... uh, Should we do Denise first? Morning, Denise. Morning. What have you got? Just just finding out today. Hilarious. I cannot believe how selfish some people are. Schools are here to stay. There's no point making a big fuss. The schools aren't going away. These people have to find another way. I think they just like moaning. I can understand. And, and I, 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 Shirley seemed to think I'd taken one side over the other. Not at all. If people were parking in my drive or blocking my drive, Denise... I'd be furious. I would be absolutely furious. And I would be out there and I'd be having words with them. I'd be furious. If they were parking legally in my street, I'd be less furious. You know, I'd be like, oh, OK, it's legal. It's only going to be the start of the day, the end of the day. Uh, you know what? That's, that, that's fine. Um, so I, it just we got another text on this. Look, it, it, Shirley's appearance was pointless. A resolution has been proposed, which she failed to mention. And that's the interesting thing, isn't it? And and this is where you might be right, Denise, that that there are some people, I think, who like to hang on to anger or like to hang on to their frustration. And I suspect, you know, that that, that perhaps some of the people we've spoken to this morning um, are like that. Mm. Thanks for your call, Denise. Ta-ta. 03459 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. A lot to cram in this morning. Uh, A disabled woman from Henlow is criticising the coach company who left her and her family to fend for themselves in Great Yarmouth. Anne Chudley has difficulty walking and uses a frame. She had a fall as her party made their way back to the coach and by the time they got there, ten minutes late, it was gone. Uh, Wendy Howes runs Britannia Coaches. Um, How did you uh, let Anne down so badly, Wendy? Oh, Oh, good morning, Ian. Um, well, we don't like to leave people behind. Actually, it's not our um, policy. But, leave but you, 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 behind, did, but you did you did on this occasion. What yeah. happened? Well, what happened was um, 
the lady was late back. The driver did wait quite a few minutes for her, and every, all our vehicles are on tracking systems. So How many minutes? Exactly what, t- what time they left the yard. How many time. minutes did he wait? Um, about ten. And the lady phoned us. We got the telephone call. I didn't actually take the call. My husband took it, um, who is the owner of the company. And um, we got the call, and the driver had already gone. After now, ten minutes? the driver has gone, he's gone. It, it did wait, yes, he waited. Ten, but but roughly, he wait, you say it waited. It only waited ten... Roughly ten minutes, yeah. So maybe a bit less than ten minutes. Um... Gosh. It could have been. It could have been a minute or two, but it was getting on for ten minutes. So it could have been eight. So it waited eight minutes. I don't know exactly, but it, it was. It was. It was <laughs> for a le- disabled was lady. Yeah. With a disabled lady who, whose son I think has learning difficulties and two twelve-year-old right. girls. It waited eight we minutes. Did, we didn't. We didn't know all that, but there's not a lot we could have done. Once she. She had a walking us, frame, didn't she? But the fact. The fact is, she rang us. The driver had already gone. She told us she wasn't that far from the coach station. Yeah. So I don't know why she didn't see the coach go to, to flag him down. Because she or was she looking after two, three young kids, one of whom's got learning difficulties, and she had a walking if she, frame. If she wasn't far from the coach station, she had two 12-year-old girls. She could have said... Just, could you just run up to the coach? No, 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 no. No, no, well, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't, no, no, come on now, Wendy, you, I'm not going to let you do this. I'm not going right, to let you pin, okay. I'm not going <laughs> to let you pin this on a disabled woman and right. saying she should have told two 12-year-old girls in a town miles away from their home. No, no, what she said, she wasn't far from the station. No, no, but miles away from their home in a, in a strange, t- I wouldn't send two 12-year-old girls off on their own to a bus station. Well, if I could, if I could see the station, if I was... I saw a group of shops, and I, said, and I said, look, could you just run to the shops and, and just get me a paper or something? It's, it's not the end of the world for two 12-year-old girls. I don't think there's anything dangerous. But I'm not saying that. I don't know. She, she said she wasn't far. All right. Do you know what? We're I running out of time, know. Wendy. But I think it's disgusting is, your driver didn't wait more than eight minutes for a disabled woman with a party well, of three we, kids. We do, we do wait for people. How long do you wait for? Turn up. We have waited. We have waited in the past. She had a, a, she had a number on her. And, and she the, called that number. The, it said, "Yeah, it, had, she had, it was an emergency <laughs> telephone number she had on her." And it, well, what it says, I haven't got the thing in front of me. It says basically, "You're advised to keep this number on you in case of emergency." How long after the, the coach? Driver, as the driver cannot wait. How long after the coach leaving did she call that number? Uh, it was about. 10, 15 minutes, about 15 minutes that she rang. Wow. Once, once the driver's gone, we can't ring him because, as you know, you're not allowed to answer a mobile phone while you're driving, especially coach drivers. Don't do it. They don't do it. So, so why, why have an emergency what, number, what then? Exactly if it's, why have an emergency number, then? That well, was an emergency. Yeah, what, what the emergency number's for is if you know you're going to be late, say you've had a four things happen, we wait. She We're fell over. We're main company, so don't try and tell us. She fell up. over. We do, a lot over, we do a lot over and above. We she fell over. Up. We didn't know that. We're not mind readers. We're not, you know, we're not, we haven't got crystal balls. We don't know. She, we your driver we, waited eight minutes for it. Let, your driver waited. Wait. When you've got 40 eight other people... Minute. Eight minutes got, is not... If I knew... If I was on a coach and I knew that a disabled woman with a boy with learning difficulties and two 12-year-old kids was late, I'd be all right waiting. Did he ask the the passengers? I don't know if if drivers always take that in when people get on the coach and get off. You know, they don't... Eight minutes, I think... But is disgusting. We, we, no, no, we go. We wait over. This is wrong. Well, you didn't. We you didn't. 
We you didn't hear, did you? People. And that's the thing. You uh, didn't uh, wait you here. What, if you ring any of our customers, no, I've, they I've will sp- tell you no. that we have helped no. people and helped people. I'm not talking about but the others. Wendy, know, Wendy, no, Wendy, Wendy, I'm not... The onus is on the person <laughs> to be back at the coach. No, fair play. Do you know what, I'm re- Wendy, I'm really sorry. I, I, I take it back. You're absolutely right. We're, we're, you know, we're, it's the disabled woman responsible for a boy with learning difficulties yeah, and two 12 year old girls. It's her fault. It's her fault. It's her fault. Basically, it is. You said it. You yeah. actually said it. And what's yeah, breaking my heart, it's Wendy, is well, you actually it's, it's, mean it. Well, she, 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 she's not mentally disabled. She, she's the same as anybody else. I wouldn't put anyone down who's disabled to patronise them. She had a number she could have rung to say, I'm sorry, I'm going to be late, the driver would have happily awake. She was pro- probably he busy getting up off the he, floor he or looking after said, her son with learning difficulties or the two 12-year-old girls. He said to her, wait there, love, I'll come and pick you up. If he'd known, but he didn't know. Is we it just the driver that works either. on your... Is it just the driver that works on your coaches? There's no-one else there with him? Well, no, he's only the driver there for the day. The driver takes the paper there for the day. They're allowed to have speakerphones on there, aren't they? No, there's not. They're not, they're not allowed to have no, speakerphones. They're allowed to answer their phone before they turn the wheel. Are they allowed to have speakerphones? No, or or the Bluetooth? The, they're the not Bluetooth. allowed to speak on the phone at all. They're not allowed to speak on the phone at all. They're not allowed to have Bluetooth or anything like that? No, 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 they're not allowed to speak. We, we play safe. So just... So, if there's, if well, not that safe. call from us, they will stop at an opportune stop, which yeah. could be Wendy, miles I'm, Wendy, 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 Wendy. I'm not really yes. buying this. Just so everyone knows, well, it's, it's Britannia it, Coaches. It's Britannia Coaches yes. run by Wendy Howells. Uh, yes. who, uh, just, just to clarify, it's the disabled woman's fault who was responsible for a boy with learning difficulties and two young girls. It's her fault because I she fell over no, and, and, and your coach didn't wait mouth. more than eight minutes. No, you're putting, I'm not no saying it's her fault you did such. just say it was what her I'm fault. What I'm saying is the owners... Drivers do not okay. know, they, they don't know the rigs. Okay. People don't come back sometimes on that trip. Yeah. Every week we go there, every single Saturday, and very often people don't come back. She had a walking frame. Stayed. So how long she did we wait? Half an hour, an hour? I, I would say 15 minutes I, isn't I, bad. I, I, would we, say eight, I would say eight minutes is taking the pee a little bit, what, yeah. What, what do we say to the people that are on the coach? That I'll back? tell you what you they're, say. They're I will tell you what oh, you say. Oh, we know we've been in the business for a long will, time. Well, you a need to learn time. a few lessons, and I'm going to teach you a lesson. This is what you say. I, I don't patronise me either. I'm going to tell you what you say, Wendy. Tell me what you say. I'm going to tell you what you say. Does he have a microphone or does he stand up and talk to them? He has a mic. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you may have noticed that we should have left eight minutes ago. Just yes. to flag up, that yes. um, you probably saw the elderly lady earlier on. She's got a walking frame. You may have seen her struggling to get off. She was with um, with three kiddies. Um, she's not turned up. Is everyone all right if we just wait another ten minutes? Is everyone okay with that? And I'll put a quick call into the office and just let them know. Is everyone okay with that? We have yeah. done that in the past. We but you didn't man, do she, it you know, We had people here. on there they're in the 80s, they're You 90s, didn't do it. We had a people, we had a Would you disagree with me, Wendy? That, that, that's quite a good thing to say, isn't it? Do you know, it is. But he may not have... Do you know, when you've got 40-odd people getting off a coach, the driver doesn't always notice everybody was there disabled or what they are. They're just a blur of people getting off. I've been courier myself. 
I don't remember everybody's face that gets off. You can't. It's impossible. You've got 40-odd people getting off. You don't Do you remember, remember everybody's walking frame? So many people have, have got walking frames. They're limping or they're, they're, or they're kids. You don't... It doesn't register with you. It doesn't register that this person... It just doesn't register. There's just so many people getting off. And so the driver may not well have been aware that this lady had a difficulty. But every week, most people we take have got difficulties. They're either 80s, 90s, they can't walk. And they, most of them have got, to be honest, have got a difficulty. And they all come back. Wendy Howells oh, sorry, of, <laughs> no, Wendy Howells of Britannia Coaches, thank you very much oh, for your I, time. I am very sorry we left her behind, and I am sorry. I am sorry. Really am. But once the lady had rung, this is the actual thing of it, once she had rung, there was nothing we could do. There was nothing. What can we do? Get her a cab. What can we do? Could have got her a cab. Wendy Howes of Britannia Coaches, yeah, thanks very much for your okay. time. Thank you. Right, OK. Yeah, bye-bye. This is Ian Lee. On BBC Three Counties Radio. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five. Lee, you are vile for talking to for taking you Wendy like that. Uh, I'm afraid you are wrong. Um, you seem argu- ed- uh, rather argumentative today. Twelve-year-olds, girls are great on mobiles. Why didn't they call to say the woman had fallen? Eight one three double three. Start your text three CR oh three four five nine four double five five double five. We had loads of stuff planned, and I, I, I'm going to suggest, with the greatest of respect, that Carpet Martin and um, our tributes to a legend, we kind of shunt over to Monday, if that's all right. Apologies to Justin, because I know he's put a lot of work in. Apologies to Carpet Martin, but we are. Um, we're getting loads of phone calls on on these, so um, uh, we'll uh, we're going to shunt that aside ever so slightly. Oh three four five nine, four double five five double five. It's been a very argumentative show today, hasn't it? June's in Stevenage. Morning, June. Hi. Um, can I just turn my wireless off a minute? Like, yes, please sorry. do. That's all right. She called it a wireless. She can do whatever she wants in my book. Hi. Hi, June, you're right. Go on. Yeah, I'm fine. Um, I don't know what day this coach trip was, but on Saturday we went to Yarmouth with Britannia coaches, and the our driver um, spoke very good English, but he wasn't English. When we arrived and gave him our papers to get on, he said, oh, I think someone's sitting in your seats, but they weren't. And then um, when we came back and forward... Not once did he count the seats to see how many passengers mm. he should have. That's... And when we all got on the coach, yeah, um, we were we didn't leave bang on half four. So that's what I'm saying. I don't know if it was that coach. He knew two people weren't coming back, but he was asking the the people in the coach if everyone was on the coach. Here's a text. Can I read you a text? June, let me just read you a text from let me just read you a text from Jay, and this shows how heartless some of my listeners are. Why should all the other passengers be inconvenienced? The disabled lady was out of her depth looking after two children on her own, three actually, and she only had fifteen pounds on her. Totally irresponsible. What would you say to Jay, June? Um, I would say that's 
cruel because we don't know people's circumstances. It might be that that was the only treat that they could afford. So in this climate, in today's climate, I think you, you've got to try and be a little bit patient and tolerant and understanding. She got there um, 10 minutes late. The, she phoned up the company 15 minutes after the coach had gone. The coach went after eight minutes. Yeah, I know. I heard the, the conversation. I mean, you've got to have a cut-off. You've definitely, of course you've got to have a cut-off. You can't be yeah. waiting there all night. But I, I, I just think, you know, if the driver has said, look, I'm really sorry, there was a lady with a frame. She's got three kids. She's not turned up. I know we're eight minutes late. Do you mind, look, can we just wait another ten minutes? I'm going to phone the office, see what they say. No, no one in their right mind would have objected to that, would they? No. And maybe maybe that... a few tuts. And when she comes on, oh, here she is. Here yeah. she comes. Bit yeah. of that. Yeah, I mean, I know we all sit there and say, oh, God, you know, where are they? But even when we went on Saturday, yeah. um, a lady was on the, the coach with um, a new baby or a, or a little toddler, and she said... Um, are we stopping at all? And he said, no, we no longer stop. So okay. that was fair enough. So she said, well, if it's an emergency, would you mind? Because, you know, it would smell, etc." <laughs> well, the, I, I, I think we all know what her babies do that uh, causes the smells. I've got to move on because I want to squeeze in a couple more calls. Teresa's in the kitchen. Morning, Teresa. Morning. What would you like to say? I want to defend Britannia coaches because... We went on a, a day trip to Walsingham about three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Where's Walsingham? I've not heard of near, it. Near Cromer. Oh, it's all nice. Round there. Good weather. Pardon? Was it good weather? It was beautiful. Beautiful. Fantastic. Lovely weather. And uh, everybody on the coach, it was run by two ladies, everybody on the coach... Um, was happy and we, we there was a bit of a misunderstanding whether we were going at quarter to six or six o'clock in the evening. However, we all thought we were there at quarter to six and the coach driver and the two ladies said, everybody here and everybody said yes and off we went. And we got to Swaffham, which is quite a way out of um, Norfolk, and we got to Swaffham and realised that we'd left two people behind. A one person behind. And you're calling up to defend this company, are you? I am. I Go on. Am. Which which bit of the leaving the people behind is is you helping Britannia coaches in their argument here? Sounds like they well, make a we, we, we thing. kindly we got halfway back to Swaffham. Um, we spoke to the driver and said, "Oh, sorry, we've left somebody behind." Boom. Um, and you went back and got them. And he said, OK, no no problem, and I'll turn round, and we went back and got OK, them. well, it, I would say that's in support of the kind, wonderful people that use coaches and highlights the inefficiency uh, uh, that sometimes, at least in two instances, would appear to creep up in, in Britannia's thing. If you'd have been on that coach uh, and the driver said, look, we're missing three kiddies and a, and a lady who's got a frame, do you, can we wait another ten minutes? You'd have said yes, wouldn't you? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, but and our also, was wonderful. No problem. Well, he wasn't that he good. He left two people behind, Teresa. He's not that good. Well, no, one person it was. He oh, left wait, that behind, was only but, one. Uh, yeah. In uh, that case, oh, there's only one person. It doesn't matter. Theresa, I've got to move on. Thank you. Justin, I'm really, really sorry. We're going to play that stuff uh, on Monday. I absolutely promise it'll be in the podcast next week. Carpet Martin, I'm sorry. Um, Britannia Coaches was the, uh, the coach company involved there. Um, right. Is everybody here? Yeah, I'm not. Okay, let's go. If you've oh, missed hang on a minute. Any... We don't want that. We want that. 
Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. In Dunstable, there are delays on the A5. It's closed at the moment because of an accident at the junction for the A505, and that's causing long delays on the High Street North to Houghton Road. And on the West Street as well in Dunstable, that's slow eastbound between Tarton High Road and the High Street North. In Watford, Exchange Road's looking busy on the speed sensors at Beach and Grove, and so is the A10 southbound. It's slow from the Turnford Junction towards the M25 Junction 25 at Enfield. No reported problems on the motorways. If you're using the London Underground, though, the Bakerloo line has the Underground Station at Paddington closed at the moment because of a problem with the escalators. Smart the Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. Uh, Stan says on the email, you clearly change your interview to a game, a sport. Uh, I do think having an argument, a good argument, is a good sport, if I'm completely frank. An example of your patronising was when you thanked her for apologising to you. Thanks, Stan. Stan, thank you for your email. Appreciate it. It wasn't patronising, it was genuine. She made a mistake, she apologised and I acknowledged it. I mean... Wow. Fun show today, huh? Huh? Didn't we learn a lot about humans? I'm seeing the monkeys twice between now and Monday. Ta-ta. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Ian. Good morning. Welcome to the JVS Show. I'm Jonathan Vernon-Smith. It's Friday. It's nine o'clock. And on today's big phone-in... Are you pleased or angry that the UK will now accept more refugees? David Cameron is expected to announce plans later to increase the number of refugees being allowed into the UK. The extra refugees are expected to come from UN camps bordering Syria and not from groups of migrants already in Europe. No specific number has been agreed, but Mr Cameron had previously said the UK would continue to take in thousands. Former Chief Rabbi Lord Sachs argues we can take 10,000, whilst former Home Secretary David Blunkett says we can take 25,000. Well, this morning I want to hear your reaction to this story as it develops. Are you pleased or angry that the UK will now accept more refugees? Here's my telephone number for your call. It's 03459 455 555. This is the JVS Show on BBC Three Counties Radio. I'll take your call in just a second, but first, let's get the latest BBC News at nine o'clock. Here's Lee Agnew. David Cameron is expected to announce that more Syrian refugees will be allowed into the UK. The Prime Minister is facing growing pressure to do more. David Simmons from the Local Government Association says councils have the capability to meet the extra demand. Once we've got a clear idea from government of what the numbers are, we can gear up that system and make sure that the housing needs, uh, the school places if there are children involved, uh, the NHS uh, resources that are required are, are put in place so that we can accommodate those people and hopefully have uh, a reasonably smooth transition to life in the UK. Developers have been given permission to rebuild the Into shopping centre in Milton Keynes, still known by many as Midsummer Place. It'll mean new shops and a five-screen cinema, but opponents say a large area of public space will be lost. Our reporter Stuart Radcliffe was at the meeting. This really was a very heated council meeting, and when that decision was made, it was greeted with cries of shame on you and so much for local democracy. But councillors here have taken the decision this is too big a plan to ignore. It's worth some £70 million and could create up to 400 new jobs. 
A group of residents in Bletchley are blockading parking spaces in their street to stop parents dropping off their children. People living in Saffron Street say a nearby school has been getting bigger, bringing even more traffic to their quiet road. Shirley Rolfe from Bletchley and Fenny Stratford Town Council says they're fed up. It's not just one, there's two schools. Do you imagine chaos in the morning that people cannot get off their drives to go to work? People park on their drives, across their drives. uh, it, It would be nice if it was just to walk to school, then there would be no problem. A court has ruled that a five-year-old boy from Buckinghamshire must be taken from his disabled mother and put into care. But the judge at a hearing in Milton Keynes denied social engineering in the case. More from Carol Abercrombie. Judge Anthony Hughes said the woman's disability made it impossible for her to meet her disabled son's needs by herself and the level of local authority support required would be too extensive. The judge, who said the boy could not be identified, ruled in favour of Buckinghamshire County Council, who said the boy needed a permanent substitute family.